And we're live. Let's go. Episode three, Water Fire Podcast. We are back. We are back. Weekly. Back to weekly. Oh, yes. No fucking around. No fucking around. Um, I want to take a second at the start of this to say thank you so much to everybody who listened, who commented. We we both got at least I got at least twenty messages from people yeah, talking about even if you didn't like it and you listened to it, thank you. But everybody reached out and said thank you. It means the world to us. I gotta be honest, like, getting those messages, like, finding out that people are digging this, like, it it makes me so happy, and you guys have no idea what's coming next. I thank everybody. I thank everybody. I really appreciate it. And and the people that work around us, thank you guys, because you guys promote, too. Major shout-out. Oh man. To Jorge. Jorge. You're the last name. I don't want to say your last name, man. I'm sorry. I think that's right. Yeah. How do you say that's Spanish style? Jorge? Anyway, thank you, Jorge. Gracias. (laughs) (laughs) Gracias, Jorge. Dude, that was my heart. Like it like it shed a tear. (laughs) Like that was so kind. Yeah, I got that message from him. I'm like, dude. Thank you, man. Like, like, thank you. And then like, he heard them. Like he literally sat there and heard the first one and was like, "Dude, I'm I'm stuck." And then the way he explained it, like, stayed up at 5:45. Dude, and he broke it down on his IG. Dude, honestly, like I'm I'm not gonna be the guy to say like if you like this, make a post, tell your friends because yeah. nobody listens to a podcast their friends tell them about. Exactly. I've told my friends about the same podcast for the last two years and they <laughs> haven't listened to a single episode. Yeah, okay. But. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's yeah. This is so much fun. Yeah. I think every episode is getting better than the last. Yeah, man. We're having fun with this. We're really having fun with this shit. It's a good time. I think so. We're having so much fun with this. Cheers to that. Yeah, man. For real. We're back into business. We're going to have a fun episode. I think it's going to start out a somber. Yeah. It was a rough week. Rest that in week. peace. That week. Anthony Bourdain. Anthony Bourdain. The last brother, the last. It's rough. Like it's, I think I said my piece yeah. on the website. If you're interested yeah. in my thoughts, I dashed off a one draft sort of emotional vomit with a lot of mixed metaphors. Yeah. Could have used some editing, but I mean, you could have. But then, that's straight from the heart. Like literally, somebody's gonna actually read that. If you want to go read it, guys, go to orderfire.net and go check that out. Um, it's really touching. Like, Thank it, you. It's, it made me tear up twice, halfway through and the end. So, guys, just go check it out. Just take your time. Just listen to what um, Zach is writing on this, man, because it's really heartbreaking. But that guy The whole was thing up. is heartbreaking. It's really... I don't know, man. Like, it's... There's few things more complicated than suicide. Right. And... I don't really want to go into it here right now I don't think it's the time and frankly I don't know if I've my thoughts have settled on it at all but anybody who cooks owes him a lot yeah. and I met him once which is what I talk about right and he was a nice enough guy he wasn't nice like he was clearly on his way to dinner with his family or something right. like he had a plan but he did stop he did smile he did shake my hand you know it was he took that second, and frankly, like, that second's enough for a stranger. Exactly. But one thing that I talked about in the piece is something I thought I, we could talk about today, so the right. whole episode isn't super depressing. Um, when I was 24, 25, 
uh, I had just gotten my Christmas bonus. I had already decided I wasn't going to pay rent on time. Oh, this is we took this flight out? Yeah. Okay. And I was drunk at the Four Face Liar, and I said, fuck it, and bought a one-way ticket to Bangkok. Wow. So. Ballsy. Yeah, it was not Super necessarily ballsy. a good decision, but it's the decision that I made. Right. Um, and I'm really happy I did. It didn't all go well. Like, there was no, definitely... No, of course, different. of course not. You told me a couple of stories about what happened. But, yeah, just going to some stories about that. Um... But um, you going to Bangkok, was that like inspiration from Bourdain? Like, oh, 100%. That... My entire fascination, the entire genre of hipster Asian food is right. because of Anthony because Bourdain. Of okay. There's no night market. There's no Mission Chinese. Right. There's no Sum Tum Dairy. Like, those restaurants would not exist without, without Anthony man. Bourdain championing, championing, I can't say that fucking word, <laughs> championing the work? food of, yeah, like you're the verb to champion. Okay. Uh without him getting in there and just showing people what Vietnamese food was like, okay. or Thai, or like talking about the flavors of Southeast Asia specifically. Right. How many rest, like it happened to coincide. Step one was him, step 1.5, Momo, step two was also him. And like Momo obviously blew that up in its own way, despite being like a noodle shop. But yeah, I went there like, I read his description of pho in A Cook's Tour, which is right. the little book he wrote, and, like, I, it's all I ever wanted to eat. I'd never had it. There was no place to go in Rochester. Like, right. I didn't know what it was, but I knew I had to have it. And I had banh mi's. I remember when banh mi's blew up. I remember the first one I had in Philly. It was from, like, this deli run by Vietnamese guys before there was right. banh mi sliders and friendlies. But I needed to have pho, and so... I had a couple times in New York. The guys at Thug Ran know me by name. Right. And I was like, fuck it. Let's do it. Let's go. And I didn't want to fly to Vietnam because I thought that even in my, like, shitty moment, that one-way ticket to Bangkok sounds cooler than a one-way ticket it to Ho Chi Minh cool, City. It does sound cool, but then once you hit, it's like, what the fuck did I just <coughs> do? Was it like that? What? Yeah, I woke up the next day and I was like, oh, oh. All right, so this is happening. Um, and it's, I always, I think when I dropped out of college, I said I was going to backpack through, through Southeast Asia, but I didn't realize you needed money to do that. Ah. Um, so I went back to cooking. Right. And <laughs> saved enough money in five years to finally take that trip. But, yeah, so I woke up and I was like, all right, and I bought like the Lonely Planet guidebooks and like circle shit with pencil and watched some YouTube videos. I don't know. I didn't, you can't right. prepare for, you can't now, really you, prepare you for can't. anything. Didn't know the language. No, fuck no, I still don't. I learned one word in Thai. Everybody speaks oh, fucking English. God. Oh, they talk English out there? Everybody talks okay, English. So because the good. number one, like, their biggest market is tourism. Okay. Especially, like, a country like Cambodia, which is just, thanks to Pol Pot, just decimated. Right. Um, but yeah, everybody speaks English. And, like, good, solid. If you leave... The backpacky areas, like you'll hit places that like don't have menus. Nobody speaks English. Right. You can get by. Like it's, I want that soup. You pointed that soup. You know, you'll figure it out. Um, that's how I got that food poisoning. Wow. So and everything doesn't look DOH ready. No, it is a hundred. My standards of hygiene, because I'm <laughs> I'm meticulously clean. Right, right, right. I'm right, a right. clean cook. I'm an organized. Like I, it has to be that way, or I can't think straight. I feel you on that. And when I was there. So this banh mi spot in Ho Chi Minh City had the best banh mi's I've ever eaten in my life. Right. I had no idea what it was. There was 
12 different kinds of charcuterie. That means like sausage, pate, shit like mm-hmm. that. Like things that are cured and then processed. Uh, there was at least 12. There's head cheese. There was, there was this chicken liver pate that they had sitting on, I want to say a quarter sheet tray, but it wasn't. It was just a big square a plate. <laughs> and it's, it's it was May in Southeast Asia, which means it's the hottest, so this most shit, humid... But this is the stuff that needs to be cooled down. A hundred percent. On ice. Heavily iced. Extremely prone to bacterial infection. Mm. It's sitting in the sun in a pile, like an anthill, and the edges are all broken. Wow. Like the fat and meat had right. separated. So it's sitting in a pool of this chicken liver grease. The mayonnaise, you know how, like, sunburnt mayonnaise, you know yes, what I mean? Like, it's got oily, crusty, like, oh, fucking... It's dark... Mayonnaise, big fat plate of mayonnaise. This is sitting there, and I went there, 10 a.m. Went there at noon. I went there like right before they closed, three o'clock. It is clearly the same plate of mayonnaise that they just put in a cooler and pick back up the neck again the next day. But it was so good. I mean, I know they, I know they, (coughs) everything's authentic over there. No. Yeah, you can't. I mean, that yes and no. Obviously, it's authentic because it's the food of the country in the country. Right. But much in the same way that. You go to America, you go eat at, like, Remedy Diner. That's not real America. Okay. That's just a place designed to filter money from people's pockets okay. through the selling of food. So there's, like, shitty food out there, like anywhere else. But, yeah, it's... And the whole reason I went was because of work. It never... I didn't give a shit about traveling. I never left the country before. That was the first time I'd ever left the country besides going to the Toronto Museum and Science Center in Canada, which doesn't count. That I was in Rochester. Count. It was like a two-hour drive. <laughs> I don't think that. But yeah, so I fucked off to Southeast Asia. Uh, it was... How Thailand. long you stood out there? Two months, I think. Uh, there was two and a half weeks there where this long, complicated story, but I... Money that I knew I should be getting never arrived from an uh, old job. Okay. So I, there was like two and a half weeks where I didn't do shit. I just laid in my guest room and ate a piece of bread every day oh and just hoped things would work out. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. I would hate to be like that. Yeah, it's not It's not good. It's really... I don't recommend it. It's a kickboxing match to get some money. Why do you think that's a good idea? Do you think that's a good idea? I know it's not because them guys' shins, they're kicking down bamboo on some real shit and breaking it with their shin. I'm good. I'm they invented Muay Thai. I can't They'll do destroy it. you. Yeah, there was little no, guys. I think it was four, four or five years ago, there was a guy who got banned from whatever the Thai Muay Thai, right. the Thai Muay Thai Association is. Uh, because he had installed metal splints Stop. from wrist to elbow, it, so his el- like a skin? cyborg under his skin. He bonded it to bone, so he was just wrecking dudes like world champions. How? He would catch them with an elbow, and they would just drop to the ground. And be like, there's no way his elbow crazy. is that strong. Like, because they know, like, they've been hit the hardest by the hardest elbow. Right, they know right. what that's like. And this dude cyborged himself. To that's become wild. the winner. Like, how would you put that, like, under muscle? That has to be bad like, that, for your that's bone. That's what I'm saying. Like, like what I, happens if it hits... I don't know. It seems like it's not going to work out for you in the end. What happens if you hit the other side and the whole thing snaps that's like a compound? That's what I'm saying. Like, that, you don't think about infection. This is... <coughs> oh, my God. How much wild. do you think that costs? Well, you're in Bangkok, so I don't know how much things cost out there. Less, but I hope that's still expensive. And plus the cleansiness, like... How clean is in Bangkok? Like, is it like they got cities like where it's really, really clean? Like it is not a city that is really the subway immaculate. The subway is perfect. Everything weird. else is exactly what you think Bangkok is. 
But I'm sure they have nice hospitals. There is, like, ritzy parts of town. There's a place that, like, if you took... If you covered all the signs and dropped anybody there, they might think it's Madison Avenue. Oh, okay. It's like fancy shit, you know? Like, it's 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 an enormous... It's one of the top ten world's largest cities. Like, it's a big fucking deal, you know? There's money there, too. But there's also squalor and stray fucking dogs. Right, right, right. There, I, I know. There's like, I've seen, like, I, I mean, never been to Bangkok, but I've seen a lot of videos, so it's like, you see the in and outs of it, you see... I didn't see that much of a city-like. Just, not it's city-like. Jungle-like. It's not... Just showing no that... It's like, but it's very jungly. Mm. There's a lot of greenery. There's a shitload of plants. There's like rivers and canals cutting through the whole city. Um, the coolest thing, every the, obviously not the best part, but one of the things I love the most, the tuk tuk, the little scooter thing, Ongbok, okay. again, the chase yes. little scooter thing. Right. The, that is the best way to, to travel. Because all the guidebooks are like, take regular taxi cabs. They have meters, and you're supposed to, so you don't get ripped off. So my. My air conditioned cab ride is a guaranteed seven dollars, American, and that's super high. Now nah, it'd be like the cab be like five bucks, or I pay a tuk tuk driver seven bucks, and I chain smoke cigarettes and drink from a bottle of Johnny Black <laughs> while all of Bangkok I'm in a convertible just whipping through the craziest city on earth. Oh wow! It is. There is no way to not feel like a king of the universe <laughs> when you're half drunk. Leg hanging out better, dude. Chilly. Of a fucking tuk tuk, just like this. And the guy's like, You want girls? And I, here's a yeah. caveat fucked zero hookers in Bangkok. That's crazy. 0.0. I kind of regret it. I should have. You, you didn't want to? Or? I, I, I just. The reason I didn't is because I was walking. I crushed a lot of books on that trip. Which you might have been a lot of shit. No, I. Uh, I was walking to this English language bookstore okay. in Bangkok, and I took the subway. I didn't really know where I was going, but like I kind of figured it out, and I found the bookstore. But as I'm walking there, I realize I'm walking towards a red light district, which makes sense because English speakers are going to gravitate towards the sex work, right. and that's where they also want to buy their books, one-stop shopping, you know? Walmart with ladyboys. <laughs> ladyboys. Is that the thing? That is a that is a thing. That's a thing, right? It's a thing. It's 100% a thing. Bangkok. Thailand is that's like it's it's like accepted there. It's like a cultural understanding that like it's okay. Like they start young. Like they there's like tw- how many how many twelve year old boys do you remember growing up there? Like oh you're twelve and you don't know what yeah, yeah but you're super gay. I feel like those are the ones those that are just the like ones. okay. I don't, know. I don't feel weird. totally qualified to say that, but it seems like that's what it would be. Yeah, they're like there. I don't know. I didn't. I saw one. I saw a bunch. I saw a fucking bunch, and I was. Radar was turned up, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> you noticed it. Well, I was walking down, so this is how I'm getting, I'll get to that part of the right, story. Right, right, right. So, as I'm walking to this bookstore, there's like St. Marksy t-shirt hat stands, you right. know, that just sell merch, brass knuckles, weird shit, because it's Bangkok. Um, and, stars. But they all had like some sex stuff, like they'd have like bricks of Viagra, or like some vibrators, and as I'm walking down the street, the ratio of Viagra and vibrators to crazy. T-shirts is slowly inversing <laughs> until I'm walking past a 12-year-old girl who's clearly just at work. It wasn't like a weird thing. It's just like, mom is at lunch and I am selling those chin strap dildos oh, to man. fat Australians. That's bananas. So there's kids selling like pornography shit. But it's, it's, just, okay. it's just money to them. Like they don't have a... Like, <clears throat> faced with the choice of doing that job or not doing a job, I think most kids would want to do that. But when I was walking that way, 
I started to see the dudes that clearly take the sex vacations to Bangkok. That's what they do. They're single dudes or married dudes, probably one for married dudes, who like once a year, they go for a week, they're from fucking Auckland or a lot of Australians and South African dudes there, and they're all the same white guy, beer gut, suntan, flip flop. They look perverted. Yeah, it's just, it's just gross and sad, and I saw, and you're also like, you're walking down the street, and I'm walking down the street, and it's like, all right, I know where I'm going. Right, right, right. There's actually two parts of the story. This is a really, this is a really long story. I'm gonna be totally honest with you. He's probably gonna dominate the first hour. But so, as I'm going towards the Red Lake District, I realize that I don't want to be that guy. But it's also I'm in fucking Bangkok. I gotta Yo, see what it looks so, like. Yeah, I gotta see some. So I gotta see it to believe. I'm I'm walking down the street and there's these massage parlors that have like a door like a pizza place. Like it's just kind of open. It says massage and there's like five Thai girls there. Aggressive. <laughs> massage, you want massage? They'll fucking come, grab, come. They'll grab you by the hand and drag you in. They go oh, for the hard sell. Force, and they're all like, I don't know. I don't want. What I? They're all hanging out. They're having fun. It looks like a bunch of runners at work giggling. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like it's just a bunch of chicks hanging out who jerk off fat Irish guys, like for a living. But I watched one guy, and like it's also it's like. You're never used to that feeling yes, of five screaming Thai women. And that are like, in New York, that will ever happen. No, it's a very unique experience that you're not prepared for until you and experience they, it. They're willing you to want, do this. You No, they, they want the <laughs> sale. Like, that's what that is. They're <laughs> a car salesman. They're selling pussy. And, that's, and they seem to be doing a good job of it. So, like, the first time, I was dumbfounded. I had no idea how to handle it. Right. So, uh, um, I mean, and you don't want to be insulting because you're turning right, into a pussy. Right. Like, that's, like, that's a mean thing to do. You're like, I don't want to fuck you. It doesn't happen a lot. But it's like, no, thank you. Like, uh, just fuck, man. And you walk away. Uh, but I saw this fat Australian dude, like, plant his feet, scan them, like, face, look at each face in turn. And pick what he wanted. And he just went, nah, and walked away. Uh, and like that really turned me off the whole thing because it's like man that's weird meet them halfway you know exactly. what I mean this is while it is a transaction it's also fucking so he like, probably does that shit oh no he, picks, no he does it on the regular he picks he's one. out there probably every month like, I'm surprised okay. he doesn't have uh, Ugh, that's like a like, regular provider oh man this is so disgusting yeah so I saw that so I think I'm gonna manage to work a poop story in every episode there's a poop story here <laughs> too um, Always happens. So I'm walking and I'm like, all right. All of a sudden, I had to poop. From the second I got to Bangkok till the second I left Vietnam, if I had to poop, I had about five seconds. Yeah, hurry up. And I needed infrastructure, like that radioactive material <laughs> shower at the end. Like it was not good news. But I, like I got the bubble gun. I was like, okay, this has to happen. I look around. There's really not a lot of options. There's a Carl's Jr. full of that same, like the same dude, this sex guy dude. Right, right, right. Just crushing Carl's Jr. cheeseburgers. I'm like, I don't want to go in there. It's like 1 o'clock in the afternoon. It's important. I, so I look and there's a bar across the street. Bars there are not, there's some, but most bars there are go-go bars. You go there to meet chicks. Of course. Um, And so I was like, well, there's a bar there. There's a bathroom. <clears throat> it's one in the afternoon. They have clearly just flipped the open side. All the lights are on inside. Yeah. There's like whole families. Like it's the girls, like the right. go-go girls, and 
the bartender, and they're all like, they all stop like mid noodle slurp to look at me and collectively sigh. Like, you you couldn't wait till sundown for this man. Like, like damn, and we need a break. Like, there's kids running around. Their right. kids are there. Their boyfriends are there. Like, it's family That's time. Crazy. It's kind of cool to see. And. I immediately feel like intense guilt and I don't there's no way I can explain like no I'm not here to do this I'm here to poop in your bathroom shit. yeah I need to take a shit <clears throat> so I go up to the bar the bartender is a I'm gonna choose my words carefully uh, <laughs> an extremely butch lesbian the haircut stocky like you know imagine in your head a butch Thai sex club lesbian bartender that's exactly what she looked like Star tattoos the whole drive. Oh, damn. Um, and she looks at me with the... I have... <laughs> I've never received such she a withering you. stare. <laughs> we are going to and fight. I'm, what are you in here for? And I'm like, let me just get one tiger beer. And the one of the girls, like, puts down her food and comes over and starts doing the thing that they do. And I was like, no, I'm not. I just... Where's the bathroom? And she like, and she like laughs and points to the bathroom. I was like, thank you. Like, go back to your food. Like, it's not what you got. This is the only thing I know. I said. And I went and I pooped. It was terrifying. Uh, It was, it was like the poop you take during an exorcism. Jesus Christ. Was it like, all right, the trip? Was it like shits, squirts the whole time around? It wasn't uncontrollable. Like, it'd be like, okay, I have to poop now. But I didn't eat inside of a building a month and a half in. Okay, so everything was and everything's sitting out. Everything's warm. I drank the water on accident. I drank the water a bunch. I didn't give a fuck. Like I just, oh, you're I figured, crazy. I would have not done that. I think that I, I was gonna be there long enough. I have to acclimate myself. Even if like look, I go to Puerto Rico, and that's not even a third world country type. I won't even drink their fucking water. Is the water in Puerto Rico bad? I don't think so, but well, I it's just, also what you're I used to. Don't. If somebody like if somebody. Actually, I don't know. I think New York City tap water is pretty good. But if you're used to it, you're fine. Right. So if you get used to it, you know. I'm going to take showers. I'm going to brush my teeth. and not brushing my teeth with bottled water. Right, right, right. Like, I'm, but I'm, but me, me and retarded, I did that in Puerto Rico. I did wash my mouth. That doesn't surprise me. Water. You seem like that kind of guy. Like, I wouldn't do it. I was like, oh. Like, my girl at the time, like, oh, we okay. I'm like, I'm good. I'm not going home sick. I can't do it. Aren't you Puerto Rican? Yeah. You should have some pride in your people, man. Yeah, Trust I mean, your folks. I do, I do, I do, but I don't it's know. It's fucked up. I know, I know. I feel like the water in Puerto Rico and the water in the Bronx are got to be pretty Almost close. Almost the same. <laughs> <laughs> Almost got to be the same. <laughs> but yeah, I was just, all right. But damn, okay. Bangkok. That's wild. The, crazy... right, the whole lady boy thing? So, oh, so that's the other part of the story. So I leave having evacuated. The bar. I leave the bar and... Like, all right, I gotta walk around. Like, I just yeah, light my, I gotta light my step. Like, I feel a little <laughs> feel better, you better. Know? And so I decided to go and just walk around, check it out. I don't know if I should tell this part of the story, but it's a really entertaining part, so I'm gonna do it. <laughs> yeah, you have um, to. So all there's like a main stretch of like massage places and shit. And, and then this is like, like a, it's like first ad. It's like a big okay. bad stretch. Uh, is it like tight? Is it no, nah, no. Nah. Like so movies? the thing is, there's like a big. It looks like a an avenue in New York. Okay. And then there's off streets with other shit, like with the smaller massage parlors, right. whatever, and like people like take you down there to do whatever the thing there is to do. So as I'm walking around, I'm like kind of making circles around the blocks. Like I don't want to just see the main stretch. Like I'm just wandering around, you know. Which in retrospect, maybe not the best idea. But every like couple blocks, 
I would see jacked black dudes, like African dudes. Right. Like, hey man, you want something? You want something with like thick Somali accents? And because of racism, I assume they're selling drugs. Uh, I would Everyone would assume I that. Selling. I don't feel that for a fucking second. Yeah. Well, I realized when I turned the wrong corner and I saw like eight of them, they were prostitutes. They were male, gay, gay prostitutes. prostitutes. Okay. And I I turned the corner and these dudes are yoked jacked, steroid jacked, yeah. black dudes from Africa. You don't get more jacked than that. <laughs> yeah, that's it. They have, to, they have to live it. There's seven of them <laughs> standing there and I realized like I couldn't stop one of them. <laughs> they grabbed me. No, yeah, I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> Jesus Christ, black.com. Like, no, thank you. Yeah, I'm good. And yeah, it was a very scary moment and they realized they could sense my fear because it was very oh, obvious. Okay. That way. No, they just started fucking. They were not nice. They were like, they, oh, yeah? they like started like, I don't think they were going to do anything, but they started like posture up a little bit and I fucking, I spun on my heel and <laughs> didn't run. I'm but it. I fast walked. I fast walked. My heels were clicking. Um, oh my God. I don't think those dudes were condoms. Like that's a scary idea. That's fucked up. So I'm walking around. I see that. And as I keep going, I see I'm walking and I saw a couple they weren't lady boys. They were just, they were lady men. Like, they were very, they, they didn't look like those pictures were like, holy shit. You know what I mean? Okay. They were just. Average. No, they were low. They, they were not average. They were, they were bad. They were not. Like they were rough. <laughs> it was rough. Um, but then as I'm walking down the street, I see this chick. I immediately key in. They're like, something's up. Right. And it, I'm in Thailand, so like, I have a pretty good idea what well, that something is. But she was beautiful. She was gorgeous. A hundred percent. Like, she is hotter than most of the women I've slept with. And you too. I feel confident no, no, saying no. that. Hey, was... I've done, seen a woman in <coughs> Chelsea, and I thought it was a woman. I was with somebody. Is it that chick who walks down uh, 22nd? Gets a flower from the guy? Is it? Yeah, it is. Anyway, I'm going to finish the story. I see this girl, and she's gorgeous. Right. And she looks at me with terrified Bambi eyes. Like pure, pleading fear. Like, help me type? And I look behind her, and there is the cartoon character of like a Thai junta authoritarian, like somebody's fucking cousin, something to do with a regime. He's wearing like crispy, pressed, khaki military uniform with no insignia. The general hat. I don't know, what is that? Captain's hat? You know what kind of hat? Yeah, no, like a cop hat. Army hat. Yeah, army hat. Aviators. Cigarette dangling out of his mouth. Oh, he's an asshole. That's by you explaining him. He sounded like a real. <laughs> yeah, not a good guy. He's sitting behind and one seat to the right of her, just staring daggers at the back of her head. And I. That is one of those moments where like this is not okay. Whatever right. ha- is happening here is definitely was not okay. Was he like selling her or something? I'm sure he was her pimp. Had to be. And like paid for surgery. I don't fucking know. But in that moment, all I want to do is, like, scoop her up and run. Right. Because I need... <laughs> you don't deserve this. Yeah. Like, fuck me. It was so intense. It was so pretty. And... Damn. I, didn't, I, I kept that's moving. That's like, not, like, that's not like a movie scene. That's not like a movie scene. Yeah, dude. That's just, yeah, it's not, it's not good. It was sad. But, like, so I kept it moving. Um, and then... I eventually got the bookstore. Got some books. Uh, there's a second part to that story... It's for a later podcast. Dope. 
Well, that's gonna be interesting. That bang, this Bangkok thing is. No, it's it's legit. It's it's a very alive city. Like you can feel it. Like it has a pulse. It's fucking right. crazy there. And like you're just driving around in tuk-tuks, just eating food. Everyone in Thailand is super friendly. Like right. they're just they're just nice. Like they, and I don't know. Maybe that's shitty. To, maybe that's generalize generalizing or problematic but I don't know everybody went there super fucking nice super cool. like there's people who would take your money but they'd be nice about it <laughs> there was uh I stayed at this little guest house that was like in that part of Bangkok that seems like it's a jungle right wild cats everywhere um there was like this old homeless guy who like clearly lived on this street like off doing odds and ends right and I helped him like use a washing machine and he was like he like every time he was like you very wow. good man and like bowing and shit and I guess that's a little Richard Kipling, but he was just so nice. Like we would eat, we would take me food with him. We'd go eat noodles, his noodle place. That's nice. Which were good. They weren't great. That's the other thing is, <clears throat> I will say Anthony Bourdain like mentally set me up for like, for that. Ev- no, everything is the best food in the world, and some of it's some okay. Some of it's just okay. Yeah. Some of it, the one thing, the saving grace that I think, I still want to bring. Conceptually, here is, the food can be like okay. Or like right. just good, but the condiment selection and the level of customization you get, you make it the way you want it, so right. it's the best way it can be. Right for yourself. And so like every time I would sit down in my favorite restaurant in Bangkok, like literally sitting in the street on one of those plastic stools that's for little, little kids. Little mini shits and little tables. Knees and... up by my shoulders. Uh, they would just have plates like all these different condiments that I do not. So you just build it yourself. Yeah. So okay. you have like I would get a. Cow cat, some I don't remember the last word. Okay. Uh, but it's just braised pork shank, and it's like based off a Chinese dish. Um, I've tried to make it a couple times. I should try to make it again. But it's that with rice and a fried egg, and like I get a like a spicy Chinese sausage salad. But every table would just have like all of these condiments. Shit, I couldn't identify like weird clear fluid with pieces of squid floating in it. I still don't know what that was. Right. I didn't really fuck with that one that much. <coughs> it was 110 degrees. You know, I don't trust right. yeah. squid table. You're gonna, get sick. You're gonna get sick off that. But like they'd have the one thing that I thought was really cool is they'd have plates of raw garlic in the peel and Thai chilies, and I didn't really know what you're supposed to do with that right. until I saw a tuk tuk driver sit down next to me, and he just he had these long ass thumbnails. He like breaks up the garlic, breaks up the Thai chili, just like them. and just sprinkles it on its food. And he's eating chunks of raw garlic. I bet his thumb smelled weird. Exactly. But. And I was like, wow, that's cool as shit. Like, I can't imagine anyone in America wanting to crush two whole cloves of that, garlic. Yeah, but hands, like... that was also, like, that was one thing that really blew me away was there's so much food in their food you can't eat. Like, there's whole kefir lime leaves, or there's... Is it like that with all Asian food? Like, when I see, like, Asian food... I'm I not qualified it. to answer that question, but kind of. Okay. I feel like I'm going to go with kind of. Because they're not such a litigious, like, you... Their food was invented before you could sue somebody for choking on a chicken bone. Okay. So you could have bones in chicken. Like, they come from a food culture that goes stretches back thousands whatever. of years. So it's... You can't have that in America because if some retard chokes on a kefir lime leaf or a crab shell, he gets to sue you, own all your shit, and you're, you're out done. of business. Right. Meanwhile, National Selection could have fucking just taken care of that guy for us. The, uh... Like, I like the idea of having to pay attention while you eat. Right. I think that as much as I love chicken tenders and mashed potatoes, like it's a very passive experience. Whereas 
having these condiments and having to like pick bits of shit out of your mouth well that doesn't necessarily sound appealing I think lend a, a give and take to the food like you're a part of it too right 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 you're responsible you're also responsible exactly. for how good your food is I really like that but yeah a lot of the food was okay uh, I got some weird skewers of like like three days in I decided I'm like I am Anthony Bourdain I'm putting my hands on my hips and I'm gonna fucking <laughs> I'm gonna walk in here and I'm gonna eat these grilled chicken Whatever testicles like, I didn't know oh, what it, it was uh, some sort of awful I think it was like chitlins or like intestine and I nah man what's, like, the weird, what's the weirdest food you've seen out there like just walking through like that can't be what I'm looking at right now I ate a bunch of ants in Cambodia okay. it's just like stuff that Americans aren't comfortable eating like chitlins intestines right bung there's literally butthole right there's it's and it's all very off-putting because it's textural Americans myself a hundred percent included like rubbery textures gelatinous textures mm. like like cartilage I like that. say that cartilage it immediately food. like triggers a gag reflex exactly myself, it's like it's like when you don't cook an egg full that gooey mm-hmm. part is it mostly stuff like that yeah it's just weird textures like you're we're kind of used to like it is not a familiar texture to us so right, we don't like right, it right, right, um, right. and I personally find like I'm very picky about stuff like that and like I ate two of them and I was like ah uh, can I just have the chicken ones man can I have the regular chicken meat chicken because right. I I'm tapping out yeah and some of it's just whatever but it's bad like there's a 10 million food stalls in Bangkok of course some of it's just whatever <clears throat> right by the guest house that I stayed at, uh, Hua Lampong guest house, massive shout out, so nice, tiny room, but it was $7, and the family that runs it is super great if you're ever trying to stay in Bangkok, I don't know, they didn't pay me to say this, and they never will, but I highly recommend, let's go, um, the, there is, there's a lady who'd set up in the morning and do fried chicken, there, there's really good, um, oh, so you had to cook there and everything? Yeah, she just had, like, uh, like one of those propane tank burners okay. they have outside for frying turkey, you know? Right. She had one of those full of oil and she would just fry her chicken. She had like a sheet tray with a rack that she would just put it out. And then you would go, she usually fried in batches so like it's been cooked for a while. It's like KFC, you know, it sits there. And you like, you pick out the pieces you want. She goes the pieces and tries to give you the piece you don't want. You're like, no, I want that piece. <laughs> you're going to be ballsy to order your food there. She will try <laughs> to give that, you She'll give you what I want to give you. Like, here, that's what you're going to get. I like that attitude, I do. That's dope. If you're willing to take the shitty chicken, you deserve it. Mm. The, and then there's a lady, the cool thing was like the, everybody serves like Thai iced coffee, Vietnamese iced coffee, like all these restaurants try to do it. Just, it's just coffee intense. It's not, it's a magical alchem, alchemical, I can't fucking talk today. Alchemical. Alchemical, alchemical process. It's alchemy. I'm going to do it that okay. way. Um, and a lot of it, like they used to do it really nice, but now they just use the Nescafe powder. Which is actually good. I like that shit. <laughs> I think it tastes really good. It's like hot cocoa with yeah. a little coffee and it. It's delicious. That's crazy. <clears throat> but it's just thick and syrupy and so like a person like that. And then I just, I don't The, I went to a, a McDonald's or a Burger King. Uh, is it different than ours? Different. Like, do they have different burger. shit on the menu? Well, the, they're different shit. I got a samurai pork burger. I got something else. And I got like a, like a quarter, double quarter pounder. Just it's like, like everything. Like, when I watch Pulp Fiction, I hear John Travolta talk about like he was in Amsterdam. There was like McDonald's with like a different or menu and all that. Yeah, it's like shit like that. So it's like you go to a different country, would they be like weird shit like McDonald's or like yeah. a Wendy's or some shit like a cricket sandwich or some I, wild shit? 
I don't know. I'm not saying I'm in a cricket town. <laughs> I don't think Wendy's does. I, I feel like there's no Wendy's. Maybe in, like, London. But, uh, yeah, McDonald's and Burger King have, like... The other thing, too, is that's not cheap food there. If it's expensive. A, comparatively. Okay. I ate every day. I would eat three solid full meals with snacks, and I was spending, like, $4 a day. And that was... That was everything. Okay. That was a whole day's worth of eating. Ten bucks. This is not like, like fast food joints. This no, that's like just food, street food from there. Okay. Um, and then go to Burger King. You spend a little McDonald's. You spend a little bit less, but still basically seven ninety five for a combo meal. Where you that's get a all this two food. days worth of food. Right, you know, you're getting three courses, <coughs> you're getting three meals. And I ate like a pig. It was disgusting. I sat down at a restaurant in Cambodia and ordered so much food there. They tried to tell me no. Really. I was by myself. I was always, I didn't go with anybody. I was by myself the whole time, and like I got a whole grilled fish and three salads, and I just sat there drinking beers. And as soon as they said that, I was like, "Fuck, I gotta finish this now. Yeah, I, I have to finish. <laughs> I can't walk like I You're can't be that guy." I'm out. And I, I'm not gonna take it to go. Nah, nah, it's too hot for all of that. I know it must have been hot as hell up there though. It was disgusting. The, Is it, it humid? It, no, it's uh. So I went in April and May, and it's uh. Like rainy season. I don't know if it's rainy season, but it's just hot and humid. It's like damn. It's ninety nine percent humidity and about oh. ninety degrees. So I did like not plan that part out. Shirt and shorts all day. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I got there and immediately cut the legs off my pants and tore the sleeves <laughs> off my shirt. Um, <laughs> I was hot as fuck. You would like you take a shower, put on your clothes, you walk a block, and you soaking wet. Uh, I don't hate that. Meanwhile, Thai people just don't sweat. Hey, I I look like I got hit with a fire hose. It's off-putting. Like it's nobody likes a really sweaty person. Like it's not nah, just just like like just after that being in that type of weather, like your skin starts to feel funny, and then once you start touching yourself, it's like uh, I need to take a shower. Like I hate. I also like need that. to take a shower after I touch myself. <laughs> nah, it's gross. But the other thing was the time when I went is Songkran, which is the Buddhist New Year water festival. My understanding of it is very foggy. But it's sort of like, like the fast way to describe it is the entire city of Bangkok and I guess other places in Thailand, everywhere in Southeast Asia, is in a giant squirt fight. Really? Every, I swear, this is, I swear to God what it is. Everyone, all day long, like there's dudes who just hang out by like the hose station on a light post. And like they have the water guns? No, they have buckets of water. Oh, when the okay. bus stops, they throw Splash. buckets of water oh, into the windows. That's be crazy. It's like you crossed a squirt gun fight, a mosh pit, and a phone <laughs> party. Because there, it's also like Whoa. a crazy excuse to party. So like you go, and so that that same day I was in the red light district. Later that day, I like I went back home, took a shower, like started showering like three times a day. And the son of the owners of the guest house, like, looked up across the railing to my bathroom, because it was like an open area situation. He was like, he literally held up two giant super soakers and said, squirt guns? <laughs> he was like, I think like 20 years old. And I was like, yes, squirt guns. Yes, let's go. And so I just, this kid just took me through Thailand during Songkran. And he spoke a little bit of English. But he was there to fuck shit up with squirt guns. Like, that's, that was his goal. That was his thing. The, so it's this whole thing. And, like, all these giant streets and party areas have, like, the traffic's blocked off. There's a phone party every hundred feet. And DJs, crazy private booths. But everyone is squirting each other with squirt guns this whole time. That's it's dope. bananas. That's dope. I saw, like, as we worked, it's the craziest crowd you've ever seen. There was a point I thought I was going to die. I was packed in so hard. 
but it's like we're walking to the place and it's tight and he had like the double XL super primo squirt gun <laughs> and he had one for me and as you walk down the street there's these giant coolers that look like the MTA tool chests yeah big full boxes of, yeah the big boxes the knack boxes yeah the full of icy water and beer and you pay I think it was five baht like three cents I think I don't fucking know uh, to fill your squirt guns and then you could pay ten baht to fill your squirt guns with icy cold water like oh, I don't shit. they had like giant chunks of like frozen river it was <laughs> it looked like the like the ice the water boy would make it was beautiful like it was right. pristine it was giant it was clear too like the two dollar ice cubes already says but you'd pay the extra and he always paid the extra because it's so hot when you get hit with that ice cold water yeah, you, it's like getting punched in the down. neck yeah. like and there's people like you will like kind of pick out your dude and like just blast him from 20 feet away in the ear and he'll turn around and like you can kind of go over people's heads right. and like have it out and then his boys will soak you but the whole time everybody's smiling if you did that in New York for 10 minutes there'd they'll be five mad. homicides yeah, yeah, and they'd be mad. justifiable you know yeah, nobody out here you trying with that <clears throat> I wish we would have stuff like shit like that out here it'd be a better place the other thing is that's crazy. So like, but everybody's super light spirit, and the whole time I'm like having this moment of like, man, their culture, like, what the fuck? This is so great. Like, why can't we do this back home? Everything is so much more free and cool and happy here. And as I'm saying that, I hear somebody laying on a scooter horn, doing 25 miles an hour through a crowd of people, just hoping they get out of the way. This guy driving, this guy in the back, who I'm completely inferring but I'm pretty sure had an ice chopping injury because it looked like he had taken a hatchet oh. above the wrist like his hand was, was dangling, dangling like oh. arterial like bat 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 blood and he's oh, screaming his head off they're ripping through the crowd and I'm like alright like ups and downs ups and yeah. downs <laughs> like, yeah, everything golden right now and the other thing is the whole street like you're up to your ankles in water a hundred percent like Bangkok no drainage water. Uh-huh. I was nervous. Like it's not looking around like you just, gotta, you just got you just got to decide <laughs> you it's okay because you, you can't pretend it. like you can't tiptoe around. Like, <laughs> and he's just bat 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 oh. blood spraying into the water. I'm like man, ah, uh, ooh, 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 like this is. <laughs> I think right. I'm gonna leave now. All right, but I said fight. Like let's do it. Let's yeah. go. Like I'm here. Let's go. You're already there. And. The other thing that I thought was, it was one of the scariest things I've ever seen, and nobody gave a fuck. There was another person there, frying chicken, same setup, propane tank, big wok full of oil, a big wok full of oil on a propane tank with an open flame during a squirt gun fight. Mm, Think about what happens when you get a couple drops of water in the fryer. And there's no open flame for it to just turn this into a catastrophe that like won't even make CNN. Yeah, that's like a bomb. It's almost like a bomb. And he just didn't give a fuck. They fucking chicken? I, did, I like, immediately crossed the street. <laughs> I'm out of here. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> they okay, they okay. The thing that also, like, the squirt gun fight, super, obviously not possible in New York, but the thing that I thought was super crazy was they have part of the thing, so the water thing is all a blessing. Like, right. it started out, like, you take water... God, this sounds so dumb. I know it's not this, but it's what I think it is. They take you like take a a blessing dish full of water and you pour a little bit on each other as a blessing, and that just a fucking exploded into a squirt gun fight. That's wild. Yeah, way to go. Yeah, way to yeah, turn that into something awesome. Let's get some water guns and let's make it a day. Um, 
I want to I want to see the first time somebody started fucking around and like made it fun because you know it was like trap 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 and then yeah, some then, dude like, was like bah yeah just like fuck it let me get the whole thing but they part of it is they have these little clay tablets that look like Hershey Kisses okay. it's just clay and you mix it with water and it dissolves to this thick clay paste it looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger and Predator camouflage shit. you know not it's just gray it's just gray it looks like loose clay. But people go around and like wipe it on each other's faces. Like you like take a three finger swipe you just and you do some fucking to somebody heart else. Shit? No, to somebody else's face. Oh, okay. Everybody is out there touching each other's faces. And I am six foot three white dude with a six inch long goatee and a shaved head. Every day I would leave and I would come back looking like clay face. Because <laughs> they saw me coming. They're not doing like, like a here, little two man. finger like blessing. They're Scooping oh, it up and just slathering it on. He don't know. He don't know. They just get him. And like, I, what am I to do? Like five, eight-year-old Thai kids yeah. want to do that? It's the funniest thing yeah. in the world. But that's a big part of it. So like, when you go to the big parties, they like make you throw your little clay drops away because you can't be touching people's faces that much when you're drunk. Like it's gonna go south. It's gonna go. It will go left. But I didn't see a single fight. I didn't see anybody. I saw like some arguments and shit, but everybody was just having a good not time. Not crazy night. I saw. There was this dude, so they have these like bucket drinks, which is, it's just a kid's sand pail. They dump a pint of Mekong whiskey in, which I don't recommend. It tastes like jet fuel. And they like cover it in like fruit punch. Like it's, and like they chuck a bunch of ice and big straw and people just crush those. (coughs) I saw some Australian, New Zealand, like colonial dude, literally dead drunk. Like, he had three of those in front of him. All oh, his friends had oh. clearly left. His face was on the table. Damn. And I watched, and everybody do it, like, going around, has a necklace with a plastic bag with their, like, wallet and their phone and shit in okay. it because there's so many pickpockets. So you keep that in keep that in front of yourself. Okay. Like, under your shirt. And so it doesn't get wet. Ah, okay. And I watched this kid, like, walk up to him, like, do the full, like, hair grab, head drop, like a cartoon, nothing. He sees he was alive. Starts kicking the shit out of his shins, and then finally he grabs a bucket of water and just dumps it on his head, and the guy doesn't do anything, and the kid just shrugs, takes his necklace full of his valuables off, and disappears. Good for that kid. Yeah. Fuck that. You get that drunk in a foreign country. Yeah, you, can. you deserve it. Yeah, you asked for that out. behavior. Yeah, that kid that earned out. that. That is tax for you being a shit bag. Yeah, he's going to be having fun for a couple. I cannot do that. I would not get that wasted somewhere. Not I any. don't know. And you probably fucking end up in a bathtub with your liver missing. Like, I'm good. You like, country like that wouldn't be very... I got pretty drunk two nights. But still, like, 100%, like, I wouldn't fall asleep on the train if I was here, you know? Because, fuck, dude, I don't know anybody. I don't speak the language. That's what I'm saying. I like, fuck you, up. They want to put me in a jail. I'm going to jail, and nobody's ever going to hear from fucking, Zach again. You're in a fucking two-by-two two fucking bamboo cell, like... Like but, John McCain. Yeah, like, you ain't going like nowhere. Bruce Wayne at the beginning of Batman Begins, <laughs> just fighting nine tiny Thai guys, getting my no, ass kicked. what the fuck? Like, yeah, you broke a law. Like, how? What did I do with this? And yeah, you're POW. You're not even a fucking prisoner you're of def- war. You're definitely not a POW. That's not how that works. I, I know, I'm just saying, though, they're, they're acting some part like that. Oh, no, no, you're not going nowhere. <clears throat> yeah, bad news. And also, like, we, like, don't fuck with weed while you're there. But, um, there was one night. That was, so I started in Bangkok. And I just kind of bummed around Bangkok. Like, it was the first time I hadn't worked in five days in a row, you know? Right. Like, I just, there was one day I sat down. Because there'd be little dudes with carts who would, like, one guy had, like, fruit, 
fried chicken lady would come by later, and I'd just sit there, and I crushed, like, three Coca-Colas and an entire pack of cigarettes, and just read The Stand from start to finish. <laughs> it was, like, 1,200 pages. I started that at 9 in the morning, finished at 10 at night, just sat there, drank Coke, smoked cigarettes, and, like, fruit guy would come, crush some pineapple. The pineapple there was fucking... It was insane. The fruit there... The fruit gotta be crazy. No, it's a Ooh, completely it's different thing. Like, I didn't insane. know... It's a totally different animal, you know? But... So I started in Bangkok, bummed around, like hung out, um, did Songkran, and after Songkran, I was like, okay, th- that's my experience. Oh, so while I'm at this fucking, I'm not going to skip over it. I love this part of the story. <laughs> so while I'm at Songkran with the son, we're like talking, and like, he kind of just wanted somebody to go with. Like, we, we were friendly, but it, it, wasn't, it was just like two dudes doing a thing, yeah, you know what I mean? And like, I was like, he didn't drink, I was doing like a shot every hour just to keep like a nice buzz going. Right. And, but we're going, and it's the phone party, and the whole time I had my glasses in my pouch, because I didn't want them to fall off my face. Because right. there's six inches of dirty gray blood water, like, it, I'm no, not, they're gone. I'm, yeah, I was like, not getting up. <clears throat> but, it also put me at a severe disadvantage when it came to square gun fights and seeing the sights, you know? <laughs> I hear, we're walking past the phone party, it's getting late, we're kind of trying to get out, like, the day has peaked, you know? And I hear... And this goes on for hours? Yeah, from like one in the afternoon till four in the morning for seven days straight. Fucking club. The there's like chicks dancing everywhere, like doing that thing, and I heard and they're hot outside chicks. I heard a scream, a yell. I heard a collective noise of appreciation, and I knew immediately in my bones that is the sound of a chick who just whipped out her titties. Uh, I knew immediately, like, it, exactly. I, I can't what, what see it, I don't have my glasses, so I take my glasses out, put my glasses on, I turn around, and it is a very, it's a, it's a chubby, very chubby lady, but, like, sausage body, you know, like, those titties oh. were just, just plump little A cups, <laughs> And I was like, oh, man, I didn't, that wasn't, Forget it. I don't know why you guys cheered so hard. Glasses and back in the bag. I look down <laughs> to put my glass, take my glasses off, and a lens just falls straight the fuck no out into the water. No fucking way. One lens, that's all I got. You didn't even try to, like, you didn't say no, fuck it. No, not for a second, man, that's over, that's done. <laughs> so I'm just walking around, like, that was my last night in Bangkok, and I'm just walking around like Colonel Kurtz with one eyeglass. I look like I've been there since 1970. Oh, man. I got on the uh, the bus to Phnom Penh. There's like this group of like college students, like oh yeah, like good. And I come on, I'm I'm pretty hungover. I have one lens in my glasses. I'm just wearing camo shorts because I'm a stupid punk guy. And they just they looked at me and like they just shut down. Bald head, long beard, right? Like, bald head, sitting goatee. I look like I'm not there for a good time. But I, I really relish that moment. That's crazy. That's a good flick right there. That would have been just a nice whole body. Just got to see what I'm looking like. I should have taken more pictures. But yeah. End of my trip. So I went from Bangkok. Yeah, that that day was insane. Getting on the bus there, the floor of the bus is just two by fours. Oh, no. That's it. Like, that's all it is. You didn't have to go through no weird, like, fucking steep hills and, like, one way going up and this... You have to go around traffic and just follow. Oh, not place. those like Instagram pictures where yeah. it's like this road is six inches wide. Exactly. Nah, no like Mongolian know. death road. That's Sorry, dude, I just threw. Oh, I feel so terrible. Bad. I just accidentally threw my jewel directly on my cat's head. <laughs> Sorry about it. 
Luckily, it's a stupid cat and didn't figure out it's me. I thought he was going to tap it to the floor. Yeah, I think he still might. Um, no, nah, nothing like that. Like, it's a, it's, it has different structure. Um, there was one day when I got off the subway at the wrong stop. Like, I... I on the fucking tide. Like, I'm trying right. to figure it out, but... Yeah. And it clearly isn't where I want to be. It's just like an industrial area with highway. And there's nobody walking around. Is there any graph out there? Yeah, shit, look. <clears throat> but it's, like, extremely punishable. They'll fuck you up. They have a king. Like, anybody who has a king in 2018... I'm good. They'll fuck your shit up. Yeah, I'm good. That's some shit you smoke some type of weed or anything. You fucking get, like, 70 years in jail, maybe. They'll execute you for, like, drug smoking and shit. Yeah, like right? Yeah. Um, but I was, like, walking around and I realized that... I was walking down like this alley, hoping I was going in the right direction, and this dog just walks out, junkyard dog style, just starts growling. Oh, There's no. nobody there. This is not anybody's dog. This dog belongs to that dog, <laughs> and I he'll eat me. Like he has no compunctions. He is he is tasted human flesh. Right, right, right. And like it's this moment of, like, They're like all right, babies. All right, like let's let's evaluate this situation because <laughs> this can go this can go left real fast. <laughs> You get bit. <laughs> Vaccination is gonna get killed, bro. I'm not. I'm done with that. But I, I train. I grew up training dogs, so like, I got you know big. how to back that down. Like, did the like overhead eye contact, okay. backed away facing him, and then like he kind of walked off. Cause that's in his territory. I was in his house, you know. It's his house. And rabies shots is that to the stomach? I think so. Still, I don't know. It's it's like a needle as big as a pencil. I remember the description from. Uh, like, I remember when, when I was coming up when I was young. They were like, oh, you get like 12, 13 needles. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, how many things they're giving you? Oh, that's the same medication. And it's in your belly button? Why does it have to yeah, be in your like belly button? Here. Like, why? Yeah, exactly. Why I got a weird thing about belly buttons. I just got a weird shit about needle. Um, can't do it. Yeah, did not get bit by that dog. But then I, rem- I forgot that stray dogs were a thing. Because you don't see stray dogs in New York. No. You don't see them in the Northeast. No, like you just... I mean, before they used to have dogs out there, but now you don't see dogs at all. Like, you don't see no type of straight dogs no more. Now it's mostly straight cats. Straight cats that, are fine. Straight cats can't kill you. No, and then now that's a little weird, too. I don't see that either. Like, I see a lot of cats, but not cats just hanging. You see them, you know what they're doing. Well, but, they form, like, colonies. There'll be, like, 20 cats that, like, just live symbiotically. When I was living in Harlem in the backyard and on my buddy Alex's couch, there was a backyard that was, like, lower than ground right. level. And there'd be days you go out there, and there's 28 cats Shit. just doing catches. Fucking freaking out. Shit. And they're all, like, some weird... Because they're not pack animals, but they realize, like, fuck, we're in Harlem. We got to get together. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like, they will stick together at one point. Because that's what happened to me. I ended up... I had two, ended up with 11. That's too many cats. And I, I didn't know what to do. Like I, like, I just had a heart. I did not want to get rid of them. And I was like, fuck it. No, I have these two. They had babies. I said, you know what? I'll keep all of them. And I had a all black one. I had a black and white one. I had like a brindle looking one. And yo, they were cool at the beginning, but then they started getting really, really territorial about these spots. Yeah, especially when they're that many in a tight like space. Like the dominant one was like, like Bundy, right? Bundy's the dominant yeah. one. My... The one I had was a girl, and after a while, she was like, I'm getting tired of everybody. She started sharding, like, on my walls. Spread, like, just doodle spread? Doodle spray on the walls, on purpose. And she would do it, like, in the most awkward areas. Like, I'll have a sofa, say my sofa was like that, she would, like, shart in between there. <laughs> and she knew what she was doing. I'd be like, really? You gotta <laughs> do it like that? Or not, she would go, like, 
in my closet. No, the boy would go in my closet and he would spray all over my clothes. So when I, I'll grab a sweater and I'll go throw it, I'll throw it over my head and be like, oh no, he didn't do that. Or he'll do it to my sheets or he'll do it to my pillow where he These knows what I'm doing. No, but you only have two and they look pretty. Yeah. Or the other ones I was happy. Okay. But like they like. I don't know. They like they they got their own space. Nah, they they their do good. They get along together. As long as these, they all, all the ones I had, they were just in like eleven groups. is nine, but it not was, eleven. It was eleven. Eleven, yeah, that's that's too many. It was three, 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 and then two, and it was always like like the moms and pops would stay together, and then it, their children would be in like little groups. And fuck They're fun to watch in groups though. They, but they, they, they were funny. Group. Like in the morning, they were the funniest in the morning because they all knew I'll lock them out the room, and when I come out, they all literally lined up. Yep. All waiting. Every time I go to the bathroom, I can be in the ba- there for three minutes, open the door, all three cats will be standing yeah, staring at me. In the bathroom, I, I couldn't, I couldn't close it. Yeah, they, they didn't. I always, always get the, the port under the door. Like. Oh, yeah. So I just open my door, and then, like, asshole, they will all come in, and a couple of them, will use, they will take a shit while I'm in the shower. Like, why do that? Blow the bathroom up while I'm in there. And a couple of them will just sit in the bathroom wait for me to come out. But I guess cats are like that, you know? Cats are like that, but I love cats more over dogs any day of the week. Even though I, I have a Chihuahua myself. I didn't know you had a Chihuahua. Yeah, I want it back. Like I do want, it, I do want her back, but it's like I have no time. Like I work a lot, and then after I come home from work, I don't feel like doing shit, so I stay home and just go to sleep. And I feel like you need to put time with the dog. Yeah, you gotta do stuff with the you dog. Know, you have to go outside with it. Like cats, you don't have to do it. You can just lay up, they but they shit in their own box, feed them, they chill out with you all day. Dogs are totally different. No, yeah, dogs, you gotta exercise dogs. Yeah. I'm I can't bad. imagine a trial. I can't imagine a trial. I was like, one thing I like about cats is that cats don't snitch. If you see, if you like hear around the corner that cats are doing some fucking, like, meh, meh, yeah. like they're clearly fighting or doing some shit they would all <laughs> do, you turn your head around the corner, they all immediately, as a unit, <laughs> stop what they're doing. Even the victim looks you dead in the eye until you walk away and yeah. then they'll go back they'll to it. They'll go back to their bullshit, yeah. Like that funny story you was telling me about the, I think it was pizza one time in the kitchen, they got to it? Yeah, yeah, the pizza, that was, yeah, that was last week. Yeah. Like, how the fuck they do that? Yo, we're coming up on the end, hour one. Ooh. Yo, once again, thank you guys for listening. Yes, thank you. Everybody remember, order.fire.net. Orderfire.net, I mean, sorry, sorry, sorry. what the fuck, order dude? Fire, my phone, not Orderfire, order dot, it's orderfire.net. You can check us out on our episodes there. Um, We both have an Instagram. You want that out? Sure, yeah. I mean, we've been doing all the promoting. Okay, um, my Instagram is um, 320 underscore CT. And yours? Who underscore runs underscore barter town. Boom. And the official Order Fire order. Instagram. Oh, yeah. As of today, That's Order right. Fire underscore. Subscribe, subscribe, follow, follow. I actually can't remember if it's Order Fire underscore or underscore Order Fire. But we'll have that sorted out when we return for the second half, episode three, Order Fire podcast. And we're back. We're back. Thank you, Jasper. Second half <laughs> of what has turned into almost entirely stories about my travels in Asia, which I'm just going to keep doing because it's a solid two hours. Yeah, and man. And it's very interesting. I appreciate that. Very Thank you. It was interesting at the time. So after Bangkok, I went to Phnom Penh in Cambodia. I have a weird relationship with the history of Cambodia that is 100% going to be an episode way down the line. Okay. The crux of this, and I swear on everything that I can, <laughs> I'm not making any of this up, except for some that's very conjectural, that my grandfather was in the CIA 
in Cambodia in the 50s. You know this? I cannot prove it. Okay. But we know, because this has all come to me from my dad, and he told me about it when I was a kid, so I always right. try to get things out of him. I'd get my grandma like five extra glasses of Chardonnay to get her to tell me stories. But what I know for certain... Oh, so you find me on talk about this. Dude, this this was the kind of... He was in the... If it is true, right. he was under the kind of circumstances. So this is the reason we, we believe that it's... This is the start of the belief. Aside from the fact that he was a white dude who had just gotten married, who was also stone-cold gay. My grandfather was totally gay. I mean, he, he was very masculine, but he was homosexual. Right. Um, who moved his new wife from the Northeast United States, or I'm sorry, from Virginia to Cambodia in the 50s to work for the State Department. Hmm. Fifth. Sketchy. Yeah. Already sketchy. Yeah. We also confirmed no, because he would talk about it, that he took the entrance exam for the CIA. Like the men in black test, you know? Right. That whole ride. And he got up to the last question. This is his words, which is, if you are caught working for us behind enemy lines, we'll disavow your existence. You are on your own. Do you accept that? He said no. Nobody gets that far it says that. And says, no, you know what the CIA is. It's yeah. not the Girl Scouts. It's not the Army. That's, that's it's the CIA during the Cold War. Yeah. At that time? Like, that's legit spy versus spy. Literally. Poisoning people, throwing people in limos to never get seen again. My grandmother, when she would get drunk, she would talk about it. And she would, the one, like, story that you could get out of her consistently was my grandfather would wake up in the morning, he'd put on a suit. He'd go out to the street, uh, stretch town, like a big town car would pick him up from the U.S. Embassy. We'd drive up and down the streets of Phnom Penh. People would get into that car. No one would ever see those people. But that is another episode. That's its own shit. Yeah, I gotta sit down and do research. I should get my dad on for it. It's, oh, man, that's crazy. And I, I promise that there is nothing I'm saying that I don't believe is true. And if there's something that is conjectural, I'll, I'll say that. But it is, there's a lot of meat there. But moving, so my trip to Phnom Penh, where I didn't throw anybody in a limo, uh, <laughs> I took the bus, because I got around buses the whole time, because they're cheap as fuck, and you just go, there's a little food court, you get food, you get on bus. Um, that's like a seven hour bus ride, it's long. Like, I, I definitely watched a movie on my phone and felt shitty about it the whole time. Like, you're in, <laughs> you're traveling, like, why? And dude, the landscape of Cambodia is one big flat Kansas fucking nothing. It's just arid, there was a drought, like, it was, it was not a good time. Uh, parts of it are stunningly beautiful, but other parts are just the saddest shit you've ever seen in your life. Um, oh, and really? also, on this bus ride, so they'd stop for food at either, like, roadside stands where you could get food, or on shorter bus rides, they'd give you food. Right. In all of Southeast Asia, 7-Eleven is huge. 7-Eleven is, like, tiny Walmarts, kind of. They're sort of, like... It's super big? No, they're tiny, oh, but tiny. They, they perform the same service. They're one-stop shopping. You get everything there, and... Every like neighborhood has one that sort of forms like this ad hoc infrastructure right. to all these neighborhoods. Um, you can buy Johnny Walker Black there, um, and the, like the food is amazing. They're these like little. Oh, they're not like the cheap shit we have. Out nah, here. it's good. It's Why are we talking shit. about poop in Seven Eleven in every episode? <laughs> do we get sponsored by poop in Seven Eleven? Um, no, they have. Okay, do you remember the infomercial? With that lady with the poofy hair, and it was like a clamshell George Foreman thing, but it made sandwich pockets. Yes. 
There's one part of that where she makes like it's a soup sandwich and it's like stovetop and crema chicken soup she mixes in and it's like these little loaves of stuffing. No way. Soup. Anyway, I remember that because I always wanted to eat it. I like that infomercial a lot. Anyway, Kathy something is the fucking chick's name. Anyway. But they have these little toasty sandwich things that, like, they put in the little sandwich pressing right. grill. That, uh... <clears throat> it's just, like, pork. It's just weird shit. Like, kind of normally weird shit, but it's just crispy and delicious and, like, so satisfying. So delicious. Anyway. Uh, I don't remember which bus ride it was on. Poorly air-conditioned. Oh, no, no, no. Bundy. Cat's attacking the mic. Just let him figure it out. So, they stop... At a 7-Eleven, nobody gets off. They just bring the food on, and it's about 25 microwave trays of shrimp fried rice, which is not what you want to eat or smell somewhere in the fucking Cambodian wilderness, man. It is... Oh, so why shrimp? Why shrimp? Why shrimp? Out of all your options, you picked shrimp. Easily the worst one. Out of like, no, like chicken, maybe? Yeah, it was was poor decision-making. I did not eat that. The other, so yeah, I got to Phnom Penh. Um, that was sort of a stopover for me on my way to Siem Reap, which is where Angkor Wat is. Mm. Uh, Angkor Wat's like the big temple for Mortal Kombat. It's oh, the, okay. Yeah, with all the heads. Right, right, um, right. It's the largest continuously used place of worship on planet Earth. Really? Yeah, it dates back to when white people were still shitting in rivers. Like, it is old. Wow. It is ancient. Um, not so, and, not some, like, BC type shit, right? No, nah, not BC. Maybe. I don't... I. It might be BC. I, we need, like, a Jamie. Like, a, the Joe Rogan oh, podcast. God, we need a Jamie. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it's old. I'm going with that. It might be BC. Never know, bro. Shit out there in Asia is super old. It's true. I don't that, know. Yeah. In Ecuador, they be having some... All the old, old shit that people are finding now. Machu Picchu. Ruins, you know? Ruins, yeah. Tomb Raider Something shit. like that. Stonehenge. Um, but, like, Phnom Penh was, like, it was kind of cool. It was, like, there was definitely... The reception in Thailand was super warm and super nice. The reception in Cambodia was much less so, which makes perfect sense. The... I don't know if I'm comfortable saying, like... I noticed as I was in Cambodia that all of the women were, like, stunningly gorgeous. They all had, like, perfect model cheekbones. They looked like angels. Like, they were so gorgeous. And, like, it was so consistent that it was noticeable. Like, there was hot chicks in Thailand, but there's also, like, normal-looking chicks, ugly chicks, whatever. But chicks in Cambodia were gorgeous. And then one day I realized that is because the Khmer Rouge killed all the other. Wow. Think about it. I mean, that's my conclusion. Like, that's okay. not based on any research, that's... but I feel like it's accurate. Whoa. No, they killed... The... That's fucking... The Khmer up. Rouge killed, I think it was more than 10% of the population. My statistics are going to be off, but they that literally decimated like... the country. That's it went crazy. from, I think, 200 million people to, like, 12 million people. And that could be, like, genocide? Like... It is. No, it was 100% genocide. It was also, like, if you wore glasses, they would execute you for being oh. intellectual because you wore glasses. Um, the, yeah, it's rough there. Like, it, you feel what the ripples of what happened yeah. 70 years ago. You still feel them. It's very palpable. And there was one time I was, well, I was walking around Phnom Penh and all the touristy t-shirt shops would sell these, the signs that they have up for places that are still landmined from the Vietnam War. Oh, shit. 
which are still a huge problem. Yes. People die good. all the time because they step on landmines from a war they weren't really involved in. That's like it's why they still to this day. Yeah. Um, thank Henry Kissinger for that. The I stole that line from Anthony Bourdain. But while I saw these t-shirts, I'm like, man, that's kind of in poor taste. Like, you're a tourist. You put the shirt on. Like, it's kind of, like, edgy or it's funny. Whatever it is, it's kind of, it's, it's shitty. But they took it serious? Like, no, that's for real. No. I thought that, and then I turned a corner, and there was, like, five Cambodian dudes just wearing that shirt. Because it's a shirt. They don't, like, it's just, it's oh, just well, money. It's, it's like the 12-year-old selling dildos. It's like, this is for you. It's not for me. This has nothing to do care. with my yeah. experience. We don't care about this shit. We just need the money for it. There was... The very exciting thing about getting to Cambodia for me was they had snake whiskey. My buddy Bao is Vietnamese, and he introduced me to snake whiskey. Poison snake type, or just like I don't know. It, snake? It's so you have a bottle full of grain alcohol with poison with cobras in it, scorpions, whatever. Uh, it is my favorite beverage on earth. My buddy Bao turned me on to it maybe ten years ago. Uh, it tastes like beef jerky on fire. Like it, it's not. It's very unique. It has a lot of character. It's super strong. And I firmly believe, like, the whole point of drinking stuff like that and all that weird Asian right. Cobra Heart shit is to make your dick hard. Like, it's all to make you virile oh, and strong. Like, a, like Viagra type shit. That's the so rhino horn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, bodega dick pills. Like, the whole, like, all that comes from just dick pills and, like, tiger bone wine. Yeah, yeah. But I swear to God, as somebody who sat down and drank a whole bottle of liquor with a friend on a handful of occasions... You sit down with a friend and you guys drink a whole bottle of snake whiskey, you are ready to fight cops. You are ready to start <laughs> riots. Super Dude, I walked out of that apartment just to go smoke a cigarette, just like, yeah, yeah, yeah motherfucker, let's go, let's go. It's, it has, there is, whether it be psychosomatic or not, it has a distinct effect. In like, it. you are, you're fucking Duro. Yeah. Like you're ready to go. <laughs> um, and so I, like, I got there and I was like, Fuck yes, snake whiskey. Let's go. And like I bought a little bottle and I chugged it. Like a, it was like a like an airline bottle, a small. One. Um, but I was in like this kind of touristy area next to this monastery, and I turned the corner and I saw <clears throat> the saddest, weirdest, like most David Lynchy surreal. It was part of this monastery. All victims of there was like a home for victims of landmines, right. which always ends in amputation. Blows a little. That's what it does. Yeah. Um, and there was this band of amputees that like. Like a band? Well, kinda. It. They would have like the drumsticks taped to their elbow knobs. Oh man. Or this guy serious? had like a stick with a pick on it to play the twing twang oh, whatever that is. Man. And as soon as I turned the corner, they turned on like the bat Chuck E. Cheese band. Like they all like kind of stumble to life and start playing not well right. some that Asian whatever. music yeah. that just sounds me, like me, Asian. Me, 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 me. Exactly. It it sounds like that. <laughs> <clears throat> and there's like a big bowl of donations and I think I dropped eighty bucks in there. Like it was just like fuck That's like fucked it, up. And I'm not going to pretend that it was so surreal that I wasn't, couldn't find some humor in it. Right. But it's just one of those things. It's just so fucked. You don't yeah. know how to process it. Yeah, you're not it. an act. It's like, like, oh, whoa, my God. Serious? That's something that I'm never going to forget. That site. Um, yeah, I was only in Phnom Penh for a couple of days, and I had to bribe somebody to get over the border because when I 
before I left, I changed all my money from bot to real. Why? Bot's currency in Thailand. They use the currency in Thailand. Nobody in Cambodia uses real for anything. It's all American dollars, including their customs. So I'm yeah. there. I realized that I transferred all my money to real. You use regular money. I, I didn't have any American cash. So I had to, like, go to, at every, like, border, there's, like, duty freeze but it's not like in an airport where it's a bunch of nice bottles of baileys it's a dude with a table with like knocked over liquor bottles on it (laughs) (coughs) yeah exactly selling gasoline in two liter water jugs oh my god not for drinking for your scooter but like just two liter water jugs is cap tapped on (laughs) not even screw cap tap cap um and so i bought a bottle i drank a lot of johnny black but uh, i bought a bottle of johnny black for 60 bucks so that I could get the change back in American, so I had to like pay oh, four wow, times okay. the price, so I could get across the border because they wouldn't let you across the border, which is kind of a cool little adventure moment. You yeah, feel cool doing driving your way across the border. <laughs> that sounds cool as fuck. Did it for a bottle. <clears throat> yeah, it was good. Uh, I met this crazy weird Chinese girl who I convinced was convinced was like trying to steal my kidneys, um, and then. The next, like after a couple days there, I went to Siem Reap to see Angkor Wat, which was probably and will be one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen in my life. It completely changed my thinking about everything I've ever thought. It, there's, it's also like, I don't want, it's not pristine. Like you go and there's, there's Chinese tourists who will eat, like stop at the places where you get food, fried rice or whatever. And like eat the styrofoam container and just throw it on the ground in this ancient temple and there's like scammy fake monks who will like grab you and like they have the robes and the sashes and shit and, and they'll just like, gassing everything and they're out. like well you're here so you should make a donation you're really only get, gonna give that much and they just manipulate you Try and to give you more give Try more give money and more. it's not going to a monastery it's going to them I only got had for 20 bucks American mm. but I did like I get there and like it's from the movies. It's from Apocalypse Now. Like, this is... And as you're going up, like, you're going driving in your tuk-tuk that you rented, and there's... On the sides, there's these railings that are just... 100-yard-long yard nagas, the snakes. Right. Uh, and it's just... This, the carvings are just so insane. And when you see pictures of it, what initially, like, blew my mind that was... When you see the pictures, it's all these, like, multi-armed people. Right. You know, like, they all... It's not that they have multiple arms it's that's a way of showing motion it's a way of showing like everyone all the human beings in this story are static but in these characters heroes gods demons whatever are right. so fast so far above humanity that they move faster they move while humans are still they're superheroes they're magic like they that's a way of expressing that and like that i had that i'd seen those pictures a thousand times i'd right. seen Books pictures of my that. grandpa yeah. like and I never realized that until that moment. And like that you moment, you see this yourself, like holy. Cow. That's what that is. Because I just thought it looked kind of dumb. Yeah. And all I could think about was like certain chefs I'd work with who like could do that, who had that magic, Jason, Ethan. Um. But so like I'm there, and the next I go for the first day, and it's, it's just so beautiful, and I walk like walk around you're also in the jungle like, there's monkeys there's fucking monkeys right do you know what it's like to just see a monkey 
It's the best thing that'll ever happen to you. God is right there, hey, buddy. And it's like a fat monkey with fat man monkey tits because it just <laughs> eats half-eaten fried rice styrofoam containers all day. He didn't give a shit about you. He's like a pigeon. Um, I did wander off in the jungle so far that I was like, if I get bit by a snake, I'm gonna die, and no one will ever find me. Oh no! And so I like turned around, but it was like cool to like just cast, just, just go around be and just in the stillness. Out, yeah. I did. This was this was like a really important moment for me and like in that trip in my life and like thinking about things so it's a Wat Angkor Wat like is Wat is the noun it's like temple okay. um, and the whole thing's a big rectangle and in the center is like the big tall thing you see in pictures and in right. north, south, east and west there's smaller Wats like smaller okay. baby temples and I walked all the way off I think to the east one and it's it's away from everybody else there's nobody for like a football game big so like I, I'm very deeply alone and they I go in and there's this little shrine because it is Buddhist New Year so right. and there's incense burning and all the shrines also within the incense people as blessings would just leave cigarettes so oh, there's like two okay. packs of smokes just like sticking out not burning just there it's there it's an offering you know it's like a coin you it's, know it's okay. worth the same like it's just a thing of value <clears throat> minor as it may be and so I'm there and the whole time I was there I told myself I wasn't going to smoke cigarettes because as soon as, as soon as I got off the plane a uh, carton of Lucky Strike Filters which is my favorite cigarette in the entire world it's like 10 bucks so I was chain smoking that whole trip it was crazy Damn. 10 bucks for a carton carton yeah Jeez. I was 20 bucks but still uh, but I told myself like, this is a holy place like I'm not going to smoke cigarettes here like I respect I don't know you have those moments yeah you have that moment and so I'm just moving around this temple, like it's very solemn, it's quiet. You just hear the wind blow, and like the it's surrounded by a moat, so you just hear the water. It's like this, and like this moment of stillness, like this has been here for people to experience whatever spirituality since beyond my imagining. And it's it was intense, like it was a, it, exactly like eons. it's before Columbus, yeah. before. Like, say, like, before phones, before... Fuck, phones? Before, like, it was, before, like, like, barely after boats. That's wild. And it's still there. In it's still there. Time. Exactly. And it was it was very powerful. And so I, I... Each of those watts on the sides are gates out. So I walk out, and there's probably, like, a... hundred feet of grass, and then it's the moat. And I'm like, I'm outside. I'm gonna smoke a cigarette. So I was chain-smoking the whole time. I was fiending. I, I lit... A cigarette, and I just started walking. I felt bad about it right away. And I started walking, and I felt a spider web brush my face. Mm. And it, the closest tree is 20 feet away. I'm like, fuck, man, whatever. And I, like, brush it off. I walk another five feet. I feel another one. I brush it off. I walk another five feet. And again, I am distanced from trees. Yeah, yeah, what's going on? And I, it keeps happening. And in my heart, I know why it's happening. So I take the cigarette. I, like, grind out the cherry. I put it in, like, a little pouch in my fanny pack. And I kept walking, no more spiderwebs. I walked back, no spiderwebs. So that was, so that we, was like, a, that, I don't know. Like, I still, I don't entirely know what that means, but I I, I, I do when I just... don't smoke because you just said it. Like, I'm not going to smoke, and you came out and you Exactly. Smoked. Like, it's that you were right to not smoke. Mm-hmm. And here's a gentle reminder. So I went back in, and I dumped the whole pack of cigarettes into the offering thing. I also had two more packs of cigarettes on <laughs> Um... And then I left and I, I walked around and 
I, uh, like I sat and ate some fried rice. I ate so much fried rice because some of the shit was too weird. Like, shrimp fried <coughs> rice? Like, what? Like, that's weird. Yeah, it's a, it's a poor choice. Um, and then that night, it was, this was, I think six years ago. I can't remember how long it was. But, uh, you remember the first blood moon? Yes. You remember how there was one, and they're like, this never happens, and then now we get a blood moon every two a, months? Exactly. But this was the real one. It was murder sky. Blood. Yeah. And I got out of Anchor and went, like, went home, took a shower, took a nap, and I went to the expat rooftop bar that ended up being a funny night. But there was this really shitty old couple doing covers. <laughs> and I was sitting at the top of a half pipe in Cambodia under the blood moon listening to these... 50-year-old fucking <laughs> colonials warble out a cover of War Pigs by oh Black Sabbath. God. And I was just like, yeah. Like, this is <laughs> this is my moment. This is my Bourdain moment, you know? Yeah, okay. It's a fucking blood moon. Like, this is my time. Like, this is this why is I'm here. But the funny story about that night, so it's a big expat bar. It's where all the English speakers hang out. Um, I was, there's pool everywhere. Because during Vietnam War, GI is like, as part of their leisure, whatever, right. would get pool tables. So the absolute best pool players I've ever seen in my life, in my life, are whores in Southeast Asia. Whores? Yeah, like bargains. Okay. But that's their job. They're prostitutes. But because they just hang out in a bar with pool all day and they have just nothing play. to do but play. That's fucking. And bananas. they play their table because every table is a piece of shit that's half outdoors. Right. The felt looks like an old T-shirt. Like it's not. There's like cracks in the slate. Whatever. But they're all really good. So I used to fuck around and play pool I was never very good but I played a decent amount of pool with my friends and kill some time make some friends play some pool while I'm, well, in, uh, while I'm in Cambodia <laughs> so I start to play and the first person I play against I don't know I played with a partner like just it was just doubles tables were free the chalk was literally a plate just a dinner plate full of baby powder for your chalk, for your cue. So that means you just... And it's so humid, you'd have to, like, roll the ball in it every once in a while oh to just get God. traction on the shitty tables. <laughs> I don't remember who my partner... Oh, it wasn't... Sorry, I'm telling the story for So the first guy I play is the companion to this fat, red-faced Australian chick who just looked like... Like a teacher who didn't care, like a, like a fourth grade teacher who didn't care. Oh. Red, with like big, floppy tits, you know, like oh. flatties. And the guy I was playing was a Cambodian guy who was her rent boy, and he he kicked my ass in pool, and he'd always like really sneer, like me, like yes, I'm, I'm fucking your woman. <laughs> and I like, dude, like go for it, yeah, please, go for man. It, I will, I will pay you to fuck her so I don't oh, have to. That's disgusting. And, like, I play pool, I get some drinks, and I end up playing pool against this enormous South African dude. Like, big, big, like, only people with accents get. You know what I mean? Like, like the, a beast big? No, no. Or just jet, brolic. Like, jet, like, brolic, like, like, rugby player big. Okay. Bald shaved head. And he was pretty drunk, but he seemed like an okay guy. Like, he was just someone to talk to, you know? Hadn't spoken a word to anybody in a couple, in at least two weeks. And he's, but he's getting pretty aggressive. And I go to get drinks after the first game, and I turn, and he's moving balls on the table like a little kid playing checkers. Really? I swear to God, hey, this what dude is, is doing? Drag, he's huge. He's taller than me. Like he's at least six five. 
I'm not going to fight this guy. Fuck, I'll just keep playing pool. And so I, I lose another game, and his friend shows up, and I stop playing, and I think that's when I want to go climb on the half pipe, smoke cigarettes, look at the moon, get <laughs> Sabbath. But because I only had one lens in my glasses, there was a bar girl who was, like, walking around. They didn't really have bar girls. So it wasn't right. that kind of place. But there's chicks there, like, checking things out, who was gorgeous. Drop fucking dead gorgeous. And I was like, fuck it, I'm in. Like, I just <laughs> scoop my butt, slide down the half pipe, and like, I have enough drinks in me, let's fucking do this. Fuck it. It's the night. I've been eyeing her all night. As soon as I get down and I get close, I realize, not only is that not her, that is 100% a lady boy with a giant, giant head. Like a mini fridge box on her neck. Oh, no. But she was, like, cute, I guess, as far as that goes. Right. But I'm just like, oh! And she, like, when you make eye contact in that situation, like, right. that's for a reason. He's like, um, me? I don't, I don't want to be mean. I'm trying to be polite because it's a that's a weird set of circumstances to navigate out of. And somehow, like, I walked away, and the South African dudes like, fancy a game, mate? That's not in South African accent at all. <laughs> it's not. I'm bad at accents. We discussed that's like an Australian accent. I don't know. Um, all of those people, I just all I have is like, oi! That's all I got. <laughs> oi. <clears throat> And, but it was doubles, and that girl ends up being my partner. Mm. She proceeds to not just carry me in this game of pool, but mop the fucking floor <laughs> with these <laughs> South African dudes. They're getting mad. They're getting red-faced. Like they, and the whole time, like, like they know they're not, go, they're not just getting beaten by a girl. Right. Which it's is already a, a major problem <laughs> for them to deal with mentally. They're getting beaten by a lady boy, and it is destroying boy. them. And I'm clapping this girl on. Oh, I'm hyping her up. up. Like, I'm <laughs> so on her team. Big mate, you're about to fuck this guy up. And so they, like, they leave upset. They, like, said some shitty things. Like, imagine the shitty things they said. They said those things. And, like, I, like, I gave her a hug. Like, I don't know. It's yeah, that. Just being nice. Just being nice. I don't, I, mean, I, don't, I don't have any weird feelings about that at all. You know, like, that anyway. chick lives a chick's life. Mostly. Okay. And... <laughs> So I like I hug her and like I was like okay goodbye now making it very clear that like I don't want nothing <laughs> like you you're great and I like you and I'm going to go and I went and I climbed back up on the half pipe which seemed like a cool place to sit right watch the city all the lights and everything and but she like climbs up next to me and I'm like hey like, I'm I'm, I'm really sorry I'm, but I'm it's just not I'm not I'm sorry but no. And, like, she starts crying and, like, kind of in half English, like, head on shoulder crying and, like, I'm comforting oh. her, like, arm on shoulder, like you do. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Like, You're sometimes okay? you gotta yeah, do yeah. that. And that was a lot more authentic of a moment than the Sabbath <laughs> blood moon. Comforting this pool shirt lady boy who was so sweet. I, sh- I think I should have just fucked her. I really, I think it would have made her day. Yeah. But I didn't. I didn't. I, I, I don't know. But it, but that was, that moment was just like, well, I, yeah. this is not what I expected. <laughs> you know, you can't do that shit over here. No, you can't. Can I do that shit down here? Try to make her feel better, and then I like walk back to my guest house. Woke up the next day, and then I went to Bayonne, which is the other part of Angkor Wat. Right. Or it's just a different Wat. It's like a whole thing. I don't totally understand it. Um, but it's like near there. Right. Um, right. If Angkor Wat's like the J.C. Penney's, it's like the Sears. Oh, okay. <laughs> <clears throat> and Angkor and Bang, I'm sorry, Bayon is bananas crazy looking. You've seen Angkor Wat is like stairs. It makes sense. 
Bayon looks like a dream. Like, it doesn't look real. And the fact that it got built so long, it's just... It's when you see all the giant heads on pillars with, like, the crazy, frilly architecture. And it's a lot more jungly. Like, right. there's spaces between the temples. And, like, it was, like, the king's something. Man, I should know more about this. I like this so much. I should learn it's about it. Crazy. But I think I like my idea of it more, and I want to know. But, like, there's a time it's like, you... Like, I was in the king's library. Wow. Like, that was the king's library where it held... There's no government out there? Well, not oh, that. it's ruled by like. No, nah, that but this was ruins of the king's library. Okay. It's stones. There's no books. Like it's, no just, book it's ruins. There's no books. It's a spot. And it's just that moment of like this was the store place where knowledge was stored like two thousand fucking years. Like, this is crazy. Wow. It's so heavy. But the thing was, I had been up till three in the morning, chugging Mekong whiskey shots. With lady boys and <laughs> South Africans, like I, it's a hundred degrees and a hundred percent humidity. I, I thought my heart was gonna stop because it's so many states. I right, thought I was right. gonna die. I didn't want to go. I forced myself to go. And so like, I'm going from temple to temple, and there's guys there with coolers full of water. Mm. And like, how much is a bottle of water? I don't remember how much it was in reality. Forty dollars. Basically, it's like those dudes in the middle of Brooklyn Bridge who try to charge seven dollars for a Gatorade. Fuck Good for them. Fuck it. You pay it. You deserve to pay. Yeah, it. I mean, of course. I mean, but still, if I know, I know, if I know how much get it really costs, I'm not paying that much. Of course money. not. You're gonna be thirsty. Yeah, of for course, they're gonna catch a couple of heads out there. Oh yeah, yeah. Especially I need like that. and shit. Well, I, I was the guy who was paying seven dollars for a Gatorade because I was so dehydrated, and so hungover. That would even knock you. Um, like it was literally the cost of a case of water for one. For one fucking water. And I bought like five. Shit. It was still like nine dollars for all of them. Uh, oh, no, that's not that bad. Yeah, it's not a lot, you're not, not spending a lot of money. Uh, but, like, you get to this one place, and I was walking, and, like, it's this steep ziggurat. Like, you get to the top, and, like, the sun's beating on you. And I got to the top. There's nobody. There's, like, this family that's, like, clearly tapped out yeah, down the way on the top. Like, they're on the way out. And it was, I can't, I have it written down somewhere. But it was, like, the top. It was the king's something. It was like the king's vantage point. So at the top of this like ziggurati looking thing, there's another pyramid that's closed. Right. And it's like roped off, but like iron barred off. And I looked around. And I like, okay, just, I'm going to go for it. I had to. You know, it's that moment of like, am I the I guy who does this. it or am I the yeah. guy that doesn't do it? And so I did it and I climbed up and it like, it was this, this was kind of before, that was sort of a turning point. It was before I was like, I believed in myself, you know what I mean? Right. And I like I climbed, like I smoked a cigarette, I took this panoramic view and like I felt very proud. Like my hangover like evaporated. Yeah, like, like, I was well, a new this, man. From this that is moment it. On. And I took this panorama picture and I'm like, I'm never gonna forget this moment. I can't wait to post this on Instagram. So that's super nice. cool with the story. <clears throat> I get down, I check my phone like five hours later and the picture's insane. Fuck. Which is fine. I'm happier I, with You got it up you got it mental. So I know yeah. what it was, you know? But yeah, that and then like, I get out of Bayon and like I kept walking. It's just so it's so in, intricate. And the thing that I've always found really interesting is the idea that back in the day, before TV and movies and video games and VR and podcasts, like people still needed entertainment. For a lot of people, that was religion. Like it wasn't Bumblebee and Optimus Prime. It was <laughs> I don't know who's the saint with all the arrows in him. Andrew? No. It was saints and shit. It's like Angel Gabriel. Like, right, that's right, the thing right. you discussed, that's... like Game of Thrones or Westworld. Exactly. And watching, and like getting into Angkor Wat, imagine being a guy whose whole family 
had only ever lived in 20 acres of each other for hundreds of years. All you did was subsistence farming, and you walk into what is buildings that are as tall, that are eight stories tall. Right. That's that's magic. Like that would blow in the the jungle. jungle. And the path there, you're just surrounded by the most sophisticated sculpture you've ever seen in your life. That's you special think about, effects. Yeah, you think about That's, it like, yo, how the fuck did they do this years ago? It's crazy. Like, you know, like, the shit they do with the carvings and all that. Like, what tools were they using for that? And they did it. Like, that's and they, they like, did it. And some shit be looking like, you know, like, shit like that. Our, like, real carved out detail <coughs> to the max. Like, how the fuck did they guys do this shit? And architecturally, you're talking about stone heads that weigh five tons this is without rulers and fucking measuring tapes and none I of that they had like i think they figured out like, i mean not the way that we have them yeah. like they should have to be they totally didn't have lasers they didn't have chop saws all of that like i know they wasn't <coughs> using like um they didn't have drills exactly well they you'd have like hand drills like you know like <coughs> they didn't have power tools they didn't have electricity that's what i meant power tools. they didn't design it on a computer you like I don't even know how you design a giant stone head. Do you draw the picture first, or do you just exactly. fucking carve it out? Off, off the head, like okay, we're gonna do it like this. Like did they draw it on papyrus? What they call different, it back in the day? Different, but close. That was Egyptians. Oh, Egyptians. Okay. I feel like Asians have paper, rice paper. All the walls in Japan are made out of paper. Okay, so paper. This right. is really revealing how much my cultural knowledge comes from The Simpsons. <laughs> <clears throat> it's not an insignificant amount. Yeah, I know all that. All that stuff is hella beautiful. We should go. Have to. I Everybody should go. I Everybody should go. And I would have never gone. I, think I haven't left the states in a couple of years, so it's like. Oh, I guess you're kind of. No, but like next year will be that year. Like I'm so like hyped about just getting off what I'm on and just making trips. Like it don't even have to be weekly trips. As long as you know it could be a three or four day trip. Like I actually I still want to go there. They have been late in a little minute right now. And I, that's one place I actually want to go. And I'm not making this. And I make always make it seem like it's like if I'm going to like Australia or something. Dude, yeah, you can go. If you can. We could go to LA right now. Yeah. No, and we might make it back in time for work. <laughs> shit like that. Just go in and out, come back. Like hey, I just I just have a couple of friends who was living out here for a while. I just want to just go out there. Just I'm just already over it with New York. I think with everything that happens, it's like I want to make a good trip. Yeah, it's also like you are about as New York as a dude can be. You might yeah, as well see. I'm just, I'm just, I just want to get out of here. You would crush so much pussy in LA. Oh yeah, I it'd know. be gross. I love it. I'll come back just like I'm not doing nothing for like two years straight. So much shit I'll do in LA. Yeah, that'd be a good time. Hollywood. I'd love to go. I, w- I haven't been there since I was a baby. Like my friend lives in North Hollywood. Like that's fucking. I don't know shit about LA. I know you need to. Do you have a driver's license? Yeah. I don't have a driver's license. I need to get one this year. Like I got, but everything I took it away from me. Like my last driver's license, I took away from me. Passport got taken away from me. I'm telling they you. They have this. your passport? Yes. Oh, until you're up. I'm talking about. That I mean, that kind of makes sense. It's shitty, but it kind of makes sense. It's wack. I mean, I wasn't gonna go any nowhere anyway. You know, like it wasn't. I probably. I mean, my shit is pretty stamped up, and I think that's why I just keep it around, but. I just want to just make a nice trip next year. LA'd be nice. Catch some sun. Go surfing. I don't think you want to go surfing. I'll probably go paint a lot. That's what I really want to do is just go paint. That's not a surprise. Painting is like my thing. Oh, is it? Is painting your thing? Yeah, painting. (laughs) Have we not 
Oh my god, now it's starting to come every night now. I think that uh, maybe that'll be the next episode. Talk yeah. about your relationship with graffiti. Shit. She treated me bad now. She's like, she, she treated me, you pretty good. She's taking me back slowly. Like, you gotta be careful. Yeah. Yeah, you I mean. You gotta be extremely careful. Like I say all the time, everything I'm doing now is off the radar. So, like, it's pretty, I'm pretty good where I'm at, what I'm doing. There was a kid in Rochester who, me and my, my buddy got into writing. He got me into writing. And then a mutual friend of ours started writing. And, like, just starting out, he was super drunk one night. He was walking down the street. And there was, like, a, it was, it's like a pack station. Okay. Uh, it's like a small police station. It's not real, like, they don't have cells, but, like, cop cars like park there. Like a substation. Yeah, like a substation. And he drew, a, I don't remember what his letter was, but he hit a letter on the hood of, like, nine cop cars. Mm, that's a bad move. Yeah, it, it didn't look good. It's just, you are 100%. It's, just, it's like this. Certain cops don't really care about shit like that, but there's certain cops see that shit really. I would really, take it super like, seriously. I used to live, cop, yeah, I I used to live across the street from a precinct, and there was a cop. It was just this one cop, and there were regular cop cars. He didn't want nobody laying on them, like leaning on them. And if he, you, he'll catch you, he'll try to lock you up or some shit. They just take it too serious for a cop car. Like, stop it. I'm going to go ahead and say, though, that guy's a dick. Don't lean on a cop car. Like in, don't was, lean, I don't lean on anybody's car. I don't lean on. I think that's disrespectful of a vehicle. I especially don't lean on cars where the guy can hit me with a nightstick and get away with it. Exactly. I don't lean on the cars of people I can't hit and back. And then they'll tell, and they tell you you're not supposed to be leaning on government property. That's government property. You're not supposed to be on government property. They will take it to like another level with you. No, 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 no. You're not, now you're supposed to even look at my car. I'm like, God, <laughs> bro, you crazy. <laughs> guys are bananas. Some people, you give them a little bit of authority. It just goes Can't straight to their head. I, I, never... I bet chefs like that. Oh. Oh. It's silly. Oh. You're both people. Yeah, I just can't get, I can't do that. Like, I can't, I seeing, like, somebody get shit on so bad, like, like, word, you said that? Wait a minute. Don't do that. Like, oh, shit. No yeah. fucking way. Yeah, don't tag cop cars, man. Don't. Please don't. Don't do schools. Don't do churches. Don't do nothing. I did a tree once, and I still feel bad about it. Trees? Like, I... All right, trees, I don't... I feel like trees are off limits. Trees aren't cool. Yeah, don't do... Yeah, don't, don't do, do trees. That. I don't like doing... I don't... I'm not a big fan... Unless it's, like, by an overpass, like, natural <laughs> rock formations, like, cliff faces. Just leave that alone. Hit buildings. Do that. Don't... Don't. Like, leave nature alone. It's not a nature thing. Exactly. Like, what? When, when people write... Or when certain writers write, like I, st- I'm still going by rules still to this day. Like I'm gonna go by rules. Like kids in these days don't give a fuck. I go over you, whatever. I, I'm gonna paint whatever I want because everybody's just going for the clout we on should, the IG. We should write down. We should have a graffiti rules conversation next yeah, episode. We have to. I think that's a really good one. I would. I feel like that'll catch some traction. Yeah, it, it needs to be. Is twelve ounce profit still around? It is, but then I feel like twelve ounce profit is being monitored by Vandal Squad. I'm sure it is. Like big time like i used to be on there a lot and then um it started looking weird like they updated it one day and then i just started seeing certain things like certain comments and you see certain people like saying oh 12 ounce profit don't run this no more like somebody else i think bought out the domain and was like hey we're going to use this cops maybe be using it now i don't know but i was never that i used to always go check i post a lot of photos there 
But now ever since, like, now we got social media with Instagram, you could... Shit. One second. It's, the cord touched it and stopped recording. Did we just lose that whole fucking thing? Oh, no. All right, we're good. Oh, it was recording this whole time. Sorry, okay, guys. Okay. We are a very professional operation. Yeah. But, um... We, we need to do that, yeah. We need to bring, like, something to, like, a... I'm not gonna call it a rule book, but just remind people about... Tenants, basic tenants. There's just rules to this shit, you know? And... We can hit that with a blog post, too? Yeah. Why not? Because the kid that I'm having a little static with, he don't know rules. And the people he writes with are older than him, and they should have broke down certain things to him. There's an etiquette to everything. Always. Always. Especially... Like, something like graffiti is so unique when it's so deeply about yourself and ego and yes. dominating your space with that, that you're only competing with other people who are trying to do that. Everybody just wants their name screaming from everywhere. Right. There's got to be a bylaws. There's got to be a pirate code, you know? Like, there's got to be something Always. to make sense of it, otherwise it's just chaos. Like, now it don't make no sense, and what it is... I wish, like, sometimes I could tell these kids, I wish there was no internet so you guys can understand what I'm talking about. Because, okay, yeah, you could write somewhere, flick it up, get a thousand likes, and you think you're all city or you think you're super known. Do the footwork when I was a young kid. Like, there was no Likes inter- don't mean shit. When people yeah. see it when with their eyes, see you build it, a reputation. Be like, oh, I know. I've seen that before. A lot of these people just go and do some shit around their way, four or five block radius, and don't leave that area. Be like, hey, I'm I'm doing big shit. I'm doing I'm doing a lot. No, you're not. I I let people talk. I let my work speak for itself. Everybody, I guess, knows that by now. But yeah, we need to do that. I want to bring that up. Graffiti commandments. Somebody, that's is that a little too strong? No, I think commandments commandments is pretty good. You feel qualified to judge commandments? Commandments. Ten. You're gonna Moses this? I probably would. I will have yeah. The next episode, hell yeah. We can sit down and write those. Are you ready? Are you ready for the graffiti commandments? Oh shit! I'm excited. Graffiti I'm very excited. That has to be next yeah. episode. That's right. Yo, That's uh, right. I want to once again. We're kind of winding down here. Yeah. I'm running out of. I'm not running out. I got plenty more Asian stories, but I'm not gonna blow them all in one episode. No, because we have a lot of other stuff to talk about. It's true. Um, but yeah, that whole trip, everything there. Thank you, the man Anthony Bourdain. Rest in peace. Well, rest in peace, and um. Everyone, thank you for listening, man. Absolutely. Like, it really means so much. But this is two hours. It's not insignificant. We have almost 100 listens on the first episode. Yeah. That blows my fucking mind, man. I'm just kidding. Like, you see, look, we almost at the end of this one, and I hope we get as many listens as the last couple of ones. Like, I have a feeling we're going to have more listens on this one because everybody's working for that build-up. Like, they it's, see that one, two and a half, or three. Let's listen to it's that. It's real. Every week. You know? Order Fire Podcast. Let's go. Every week. This is so exciting for us, and it's 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 such an awesome opportunity that, like, only exists because it's the 21st century. Yeah, man. Realistically, like, it is is unlikely that Leo and I would know each other. It is less likely that we'd be friends, and it's even less likely than that you would get to listen to our ridiculous conversations. Exactly. What I... We obviously... Have eaten pizza into the microphone. This yeah. is a twenty dollar microphone I bought off Amazon, and the podcast almost fell apart because the cat tried to eat forward in my studio apartment. But 
the professionalism thing we can work on. Yeah. The sound quality we can definitely work on. It's all growth. It's all growth. This is only our third one. Um, but we can promise every episode is going to be as authentic as we can make it. That's right. And everything is real. Nothing is pre-written. Except for all of the things about illegal activity, which is entirely exactly. hypothetical. That's all. That's just us making shit up and bragging. But yeah, we don't. We barely prep for these, yeah, which is maybe not something. We don't write that. shit down. We, I mean, <laughs> later on in the future, probably we start writing shit down and probably have a like. Well, graffiti commandments. We're gonna have to like. Yeah, we're gonna have out. to like sit down one out and just you know talk about it. And also very exciting. Very shortly down the line, the best part of anything on the internet merchandise uh, we're not gonna have we're making shirts for us and we're working on that stickers once we get them made we're like 40% done once those are made you want stickers you get stickers yeah. free anything free. you want you want a hundred you can have a fucking hundred maybe that's a lot I don't think anyone's gonna do anything with a hundred stickers but watch out for the merch the merch is coming soon it's gonna be sick we're super thing. excited and honestly like I cannot yeah express enough like <laughs> the positive messages dude getting these texts from people like yeah frank Ayaka, yeah. everybody who's listening and tuning in like yeah we promise that this is gonna stay good it is we're both you the only it. reason you're listening to this is because we're two real ass dudes and if we didn't like what we were doing and if we didn't think it was good we wouldn't we do stop. it yeah we wouldn't do it this is all organic there's nothing fake it ain't like uh we so like paying each other to talk about this or we if just, we could do that i would do that that'd be fresh too but, um, How much would you have to get paid for us to start lying on this podcast? Shit, I don't know. Six figures? I feel like I'd start lying for like 50 grand. I could do that. Yeah, I could start bullshit. I don't know, like, or like censoring ourselves. Right. But I don't know, man. I, I'm really enjoying the freedom of this conversation. Yeah. And I think that we don't need to sell out to no, win we don't. this one. And for real, we're not sellouts. We are not sellouts. I sell will out. sell out. I won't sell out. My email is zdunham at orderfire.net. Any sellout inquiries, please feel free to reach out. There you go. Um, now, this is this is super exciting, and I really, like, I can say comfortably that every episode has been better than the last. Yeah, man. And they're only going to get better. It's gonna... really... Guests are coming soon. Guests are coming soon. Guests are coming soon. It's hard to get guests when we record on Saturday night. Yeah, true. Johnny Lupiani is a bartender. He couldn't make it. Um, but we will have guests. My buddy... I'm in the process of getting the, who was formerly, as of, until like three, four years ago, the youngest woman to ever climb Mount Everest. Really? And I'm going to try to get her on here. Shit. I think we, I definitely know. That would be great. Talk about some North Faces or something. Is that what you want to talk about? She was on the top of Mount Everest. You're like, that jacket was kind of lame. I want to know what she had on. I want to see I what do she too, had on. I do too, but for different reasons. I hope she had just had, like, Sherpa skins, you know? Those big yak fucking belt shirts. I, I could see her, like, in a big Antarctic, like, North Face UAP. Yeah, the um, UAPs. Them shits are, like, $4,000. I saw a guy the last time I was snowing hard in New York. He had the full North Face, like, tech suit. Not those tech jackets they made that all the, uh, ever you saw on the train all the time, but it was like the full pant one piece. Oh, connector boot, piece one, one yeah. One I seen that the other it was when it was cold. It looked very cozy. This lady had one on in orange, and I was like, I wanted just to just take it off her. Like, can I have that? Because I had the same jacket on. I had like it's called a mountain light, and it was orange <coughs> and black. And she was looking at me. I'm looking at. Her, I'm like, that should look just so pretty. But yeah, that would be cool. If we have that. Yeah, we definitely have options. And Ooh. yo. Fuck it, if you're listening, 
like reach out if you have questions comments concerns like i don't know i feel like you shouldn't have concerns so much but if you, want if to you do topic, feel free to share yeah, if you want to hear a topic very accessible you want to hear a topic you want to hear more of something maybe if you want to hear less of something maybe maybe if you we... want to hear me say fucking less i think that's appropriate but yeah reach out like we are very accessible yeah, the only accessible. Get people listening to this are people we know and that's super exciting yeah man until like we scrape together some google adwords money like you're people that we know and if you're listening to this you care and that's awesome that's right. All right, we got 10 minutes left. Uh, I want to bust out some Woody Rabbits because I oh. we have some new people at work and I've forgotten some classics. <laughs> so shit's about to get a little uncomfortable. Oh my god. Um, I'm gonna start with one of my favorites. Some of these are mine, some of these are not. I'll, I'll try to remember to identify which are which. Um, and I think I've asked you most of them. We're just gonna go through yeah. them again because it's been a while. Magic button appears in front of you. When you press that button. You get fucking Arab oil chic trillionaire unlimited fuck you money. Mm-hmm. Like chainsaw dolphin in half every day kind of money. Damn. But when you press that button, every dog on earth explodes. Do you press that button? No, because I'm a dog lover and I have a chihuahua. I wouldn't want my chihuahua to blow up in front of me. I would blow up your chihuahua <laughs> for $500. That's fucked up. Um... Alright, uh, I am absolutely pressing that button. Are you kidding me? But then there's a second but person. You get an infinite money? Basically. But a dog blows up. All the dogs blow up. Species goes extinct. You they, know what? I got so much money, I probably could create a new animal, so that, fuck it. That is a... I'm going to take, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take that button push. There is a second half. I don't remember who thought of it, but I didn't think of it. Um, two sides to it. Uh, so that's the first option. It's the right. first question. Uh, the second one is, you press the button, the dogs explode. But everyone knows you did it. Hmm. You're not prosecuted. You don't get, like, there's no... Right, but then people are going to be mad everyone that I Everyone knows I you blew up dog. all the dogs. Fuck it, I'll buy you another ammo. I got that much money. <laughs> i buy a tiger instead. <laughs> what you want? i get you a fucking mountain lion. Like, way better than the fucking dogs. Yeah, something exclusive. Fucking something yeah, bugged out. Well, that's a good one. Um, okay, uh, speaking of dogs, I love this one, we're, I'm going to absolutely get fired for this podcast. Uh, would you rather fuck a dead dog or an alive dog? Oh, man. <laughs> this is fucked up. <laughs> I love this one so this much. It's so because shitty. You're a creep if you fucking anything right now. But it's a who you rather. So this is... um. And it's like, it's like a, like, this is something hypothetical. Freshly cold, yeah, I don't, you want to make this real? We can buy a dog. I don't no, know. Oh, man. Um, I guess we'd have to buy two, but. You're catching a charge. Yeah, you That's can't fuck dead cruelty. dogs. You can't fuck a lot. You can't fuck dogs. That's not the point. The point is this. It's not like rotten. It's like freshly cold, free rigor mortis, but like not gross. Um, oh, man. Dead dog, live dog. Oh, man. This is bad. How much time I got left? You're not running out the clock. We got nine minutes. <laughs> uh, do you want me to answer for you? Because there is a right answer, but I do like watching you square. Hold on. Just give me a second, guys. One, two. I fuck a live dog. Live dog? That is such the wrong answer. Damn. We got I mean, it. If no, it was a dead dog, it's it's bad because it's you fucking a limp dead dog. Like we you got, want the how dog you want to hold push it? back? I don't know. Put it on a couch, man. I don't know. You can I'm going to lay on it? 
I mean, all right, all right. This not, is the question. How would you knock it down? How would I fuck a dead yes. dog? I'd fucking put it on the couch, turn it over, and go to town. I don't know. That doesn't seem... <laughs> that is not the hard part of this question for me at all. How would you fucking a live dog? They bite and scratch. Well, no, muzzle the up. That sounds like so much more work. I'm just, oh man. My point is this. This is cruel. It is. It's fucked up. The, the answer is obviously the dead, dead dog? dog. Because if I fuck any dog Live. smaller than like a Rottweiler, I'm gonna kill that dog. I'm not trying to like. If I fuck a cocker spaniel, that cocker spaniel is fucked. I'm not. All right. First of all, I'm not going for. Any small dog. This dog gotta be like a fucking like. You're not gonna fuck your chihuahua. No way. <laughs> that shit will blow up. Like yeah, I'm good. I've gotta fuck like a, a, a massive or some something big, that takes like human shits. That I know like, like you know a big you want a big dog. Big old drooling massive. Yeah, this is a big dog. Just make sure it's a big dog. You, know? you realize a big dog that doesn't want to get fucked is gonna be very difficult to fuck. Oh, shit. The answer is dead dog. All day. Okay, dead dog. I mean, you don't have I, to agree I, I with fucked me, up on that. I feel. Oh, this is, but I know I'm right. I know whoever's gonna be listening is gonna be laughing at me so bad right now. They're gonna laugh at both of us. We're talking about fucking dead dogs. Oh, they're gonna be like, that yo, they're gonna be name, like Leo, my a live our, dog. Our full name is attached to this podcast. Jesus Christ. Um, I'm never gonna get approved for a loan ever again. <laughs> or ever again. I'm not gonna approve for a loan now. Um, okay, other would you rather? There's a couple classics. Oh, this is a one. I don't think you've heard this one. Uh, I like this one a lot because I don't want them to all just be disgusting. Right, right, right. right. Uh, would you rather have cool cyborg eye or cool cyborg arm? So you're either Kano Mortal Kombat, Jax Mortal Kombat, but just one arm. And like they each have like cool powers. Like you can maybe have like laser eye or X-ray vision or like thermal imaging. I'm gonna take. The metal arm, just because I'm a fan of like, I'm, one of my favorite characters from Marvel is Cable. Cable's not shit. Weird that it's he's on Deadpool too. That's like one of my. I'm kind of sad that they're making him goofy. Like I, I wanted Cable to be. Like cool I Cable. thought, I thought he was gonna be exactly what I thought he was in comics. That dude was fucking brawling. Well, that the illustrator at the time was like he really. The, Did he exaggerate on everything. Rob Liefeld, every chick had. 18-inch cup tits. Okay, okay. They were all wearing bikinis. Every guy had muscles on muscles on right. muscles, and, and every gun was the size of a crew brolic. ship. That was X-Factor. Like, that was X-Force, the X-Force, X-Factor, X-Factor, all that shit. Rob Liefeld, that was the guy. Shit. But I thought he was going to be big. I think he was going to be really big. And they picked the can't... guy from Sicario. I mean, Sicario. Yeah, that's And he did a good job. I'm not knocking what he did. But, um, yeah, Cable, I, the, metal arm. Metal arm? Metal arm. I'm... I'm torn because Cyborg Guy looked so cool. It looked cool, but then that can't do what. Like, what, what's Metal Arm? What like what is Metal Arm doing for you? Getting me through anything. Smashing coffee tables. I'm, sma- I'm going through anything with. I'm, Except for a metal detector. I'm gonna throw you a block away, like shit like that. I mean, eyes pretty cool. Well, you gotta think though. It's just an arm, so you're also like your legs are not stronger. Like your arm is gonna be strong and be able to do cool shit, but. You're, you still got legs. Like, you don't have True. metal legs. I, I don't know. It's probably just... I, I don't know. Just, I do think I like also, the coolness like, of it. I, like, I, you can think of a lot of cool powers. Arm, it's like, it's going to be strong and bulletproof. And like, maybe has, like, a cool flamethrower secret thing. Maybe? fingers or something? Some I, like the, I like the idea of the fingers opening up. Like, then it goes like in the Google, shell. Like, go-go ga- like gadget? Corkscrew? I don't, I don't know. Like, <laughs> no, that's valid. Gadget fingers. Yeah, like a thumb drive. Um, I think my answer is... 
I, I haven't decided all day. If I have to pick, I'm going to arm. Arm, arm's arm looks pretty fucking great. And it'd be cool to be able to do that shit where you like stop a car by like throwing an elbow. Yeah, you'd be like, hold on, and be like, like shit like that. I'll be in the kitchen, pull off my fingers, a fucking knife. If I have a metal arm, I'm no longer doing the job. I really <laughs> it's working a line cook with a metal arm, like just whoosh. reaching into the deep fryer. <laughs> yeah, I got this. I got this. Don't worry about that. Oh man, the shit that we think about. All right, one more, and I think we'll call it a day. A short one. I'm not. That one's too fucked up. Um, <laughs> And you're gonna tell all these to the new guys nah, that come in? Nah, I'm trying to be a little more professional. They'll hear it on the podcast, but I'm just trying. I've already been through sensitive training like I seven know. times I in my life. Know. I don't need to do it again. Okay, similar question. Another positive would you rather, and they are rare. Um, would you rather, at will, be able to turn into like pure alpha, like the best version of both? Bald eagle? Or silverback gorilla, you keep your mind. It's like animorphs, you know. Like you can still think your thoughts, but like you can also do eagle shit. Like you're down to eat a mouse. I'll be an eagle. I think I said this one before. I'll be an eagle. I can't be a gorilla. You think you are more? You would be better at being an eagle than you would be at being a gorilla. Yeah. My answer is gorilla, hundred percent. A gorilla with a human mind is a super villain. I mean, they practically yeah. You can That's flip a, a car. No, no, like. Can you imagine how funny it would be to go to Chipotle and take a shit and come out as a gorilla and just start slapping burritos out of people's hands? No one would know what to do. I'm not, like, eagle is awesome. You can fly. Like, flight, big one. Like, you see how big eagles are? Yeah. You ever see those golden eagles, the Mongolian golden eagle with, like, an eight-foot wingspan? They're fucking amazing, them birds. Yeah, that's true. You can pick up rabbits. No. Am I bugging? Can they pick up a deer? I've seen pictures of them picking up. I think I've seen a video of... Those Mongolian hunting, they're like golden eagles. They have like a seven-foot wingspan, and like they'll take out wolves. Look at that. It's like a vulture, right? And like there's there's pictures of those like super hot Mongolian chicks with the fucking Genghis Khan hat, and they just have this giant eagle Big ass fucking with the eyes covered. With the falconer hood. Oh, my God. I'm sad that I don't live a life where falconry... Is a part of it because fa- that's cool. Ain't that like in Saudi Arabia? Like they, yeah, that's definitely that a thing. Having, like the, the glove they, and the hood. They, yeah, and why they have the eyes covered? If, because if their eyes aren't covered and they see prey, they're going for it. Okay. I, mean, I think I made that up, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. Uh, that has to be right. All right, we're at minute Ooh, fifty nine. There you go. Order fire podcast. Leo Cruz, Zach Dunham, episode three in the can. That's right. Tune in next week and every other week after that. Order for our podcast. Let's, Let's go. go. Yo. That was solid. That was rock solid. That was solid. Oh, that was fucking That was solid. so good. <laughs> that was oh, so we good. just... Oh, wait. they just recorded <laughs> us talking.